Episode of Socially Awkward. I'm Steve-O. I'm Matthew. And we are joined by... Well, Josh Silverman. Costa Hi. Calvary. And we, got the... and we have a new... Oh, yeah. I'm here, too. I'm Justin Stanley, also from Costa Calvary. Yep. Yo! So we have a we have a we like a two-on-two uh, show right now going on. This so. is the first in our 2v2 fight that we're going to be starting slowly over, you know... Oh, are we? Right. Okay. That's, that's better planning than I have. I was just all like... Let's... Okay, uh, works <laughs> for me. Um, yeah, so we are back with Socially Awkward. Um, it's November. We're getting towards the end of the year, so that's kind of crazy. And, of course, if you want to find us on the Facebook and all that good stuff, you go to uh, sociallyawkward.com, foraradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. Remember and, to breathe, man. Yeah, a both. few of those things sound like really weird sex positions. Double twist with just. Oh man, I think should we can we make like an awkward, socially awkward like sex book or something like that, like the Kama Sutra or something. Not too too much work, said, dude. Too much work. Yeah. Well, no, we'll just send it over to other people to do it, and then I'll never get done. And then, <laughs> I, look, I don't really care because listeners are not even going to call me out on this shit. I have how many shows on the network, and no one calls me out on my shit, so I don't have to worry about it. I always say that I'm like, hey, listeners, if you want me to do this, and they never do, so I'm like, I can do whatever I want. What he means by that is we're everywhere on the internet, and you can find us through all your major <laughs> podcast directory needs. And also, don't forget to check out Revenge Lover Designs, illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. I know, Matthew, did you see the new uh, 
poster. I got that from Arcade Bros. Which I'll touch upon on the next episode of Arcade Bros. But yes, before we dive into the show and everything we need to talk about with our great guests and everything like that, Matthew and everybody, of course, we always ask this question, what has everyone been up to this week? So Matthew, do you want to start or should we go with the guest first? I'll start because I'll be all quick. Right. I slept on my neck wrong, so I've been dealing with a, crink, a crinked neck all day. Was that just last night? Yeah. So that's been fun. I can't really turn to my left. It kind of sucks. So, so I'm done. Good week. So are you like Michael Keaton when he's in the Batman suit? So you just have to... Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> what? Nice. What, Rebecca? It'd be nice if I could back up. And you talk, yeah, like your voice you changes all of a sudden too. What's wrong with Matt? You talking like that just or not? You mentioning with you the crick in your neck man, remind me of a buddy of mine, Dean. I don't know if you remember Dean mm-hmm. uh, from high school, but the first time I he do. smoked, uh, he smoked some of that marijuana. He was in Flagstaff. He's like, man, prop two oh five. Oh yes. So our buddy Dean would always talk like this. He'd just be like, whoa, man. Okay, when you freaking go to the mountains, man, that's where the javelinas will be. Not kidding. I do that impersonation to people who know Dean, and they're like, that's dead on. It's yeah, scary. It's Dean. But Dean was telling us a story, and he's like, man, I'm never freaking smoking weed again, okay? I was trying to get to the Walmart, man, and I, like, passed the freaking, like, entrance, like, four times. And we're like, why? He's like, man, I couldn't freaking turn my neck. <laughs> had it turned my body, and I kept missing it. And he always snaps. Yeah. Like, that's his... His thing or whatnot. All right, well, uh, sorry. Put some ice on it, some icy hot, maybe. I took some Tylenol a little bit, though. So. Uh, okay. So uh, my week has not been really eventful, except I'm forget. I'm starting to – okay. Either I'm uh, blacking out okay, uh, and not due to drinking, which is which is fairly scary. I can't seem to know the concept of time anymore. Okay. Uh, so with, uh, Josh was hitting me up and he's asking me stuff last week for the stuff they're going to promote tonight and I'm like yeah I don't know man I gotta I gotta figure out and he's like no it's next week I'm like what like I literally had Fan Fest the week of um, Halloween yeah. in my head but it was the week before and then I had your thing last week but it's tomorrow mm-hmm. so I have no idea what's going I'm on I'm going to tell you again man get a calendar I, yes I, well as you can see the calendar helped us today because yeah. I was able to do stuff. I actually went through my calendar and it had like all these notifications, like 149 of shit that I haven't done in years. Oh my I was all like, wow, I, I should really gotta really start kind of embracing technology these days. So yeah, that's that's been about with me. But let's let's bring it to our guests. What have you guys were up to? Uh, and tell us uh, a little bit about uh, what you got going on. Uh, do you want to start, Justin, or you want me to go in? Man, my side excited. I've been working. Let yesterday like. Like, I only got, like, three hours of sleep before I worked the day before, and I, like, went 24 hours without sleep because I didn't sleep for the flight. Mm-hmm. Of course, I couldn't sleep on the flight, so I'm just, I'm loosely here. Where'd you fly in from? The South Carolina. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Where, what part? Where, yeah. Uh, it's close to Charleston. Uh, I live in a place called Somerville. Nice, man. Oh, Charleston's okay. rad. Yeah, it's nice to visit. I, yeah, I visited like, it. <laughs> I thought it was cool. Of, like, horse shit and all that. If you step in uh, a puddle, it's not water. Oh. You gotta accept that fact. Yeah, I used to vacation. Charles did. When you step in water, it might not be water. (laughs) Is that their slogan? (laughs) Should be. Um, Yeah, no, I used to visit out there. Uh, I used to go to Hilton Head uh, up in that area for a little, for like a week's on end. But I am no longer with that rich family's uh, (laughs) woman. So I now have to just slum it with, uh, well, you guys don't slum it. I'm slumming it. Uh, (laughs) 
but uh the fuck but, are you saying to I, me right now yeah <laughs> i'm Not better you. than slumming it oh no you're better than hey dude i went to your house we'll, we'll dive into that but i did get yeah, to Matthew's house for sunday so we're gonna we're gonna save that little spoiler for it was the fun, dude. he came over for hell in a cell oh geez oh, <laughs> yeah, that was nice. um but yeah so you flew out here well, of course you flew out here for um for, for extra life yes, so yes. what all i've been up to is just like the last two weeks is just working on this whole extra life thing for people who don't know extra life is a charity thing that um, you donate money to it, uh, and it benefits the Miracle Children's Network of Hospitals. So, for instance, out here in Arizona, one of the main ones would be Phoenix Children's Hospital. Yeah. And it's one of those things that 100% of what you donate goes to the Miracle Network slash to the hospital the person's raising for. So it's none of that bullshit overhead costs. Like, you know, only like 80% goes to overhead costs, and like 20%, you know, you're not lining some CEO's profit. Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Or, yeah. Some pockets. Um. So what you so extra life itself is a marathon kind of thing that most people do. Um, there is a specific day, uh, a weekend, which is this coming weekend. It's the fifth slash six, which is a twenty-five hour stream. Though some people do like four hours here, twelve hours here. So people do it very differently. It's just essentially you're supposed to raise money by December thirty-first, and you can start as early as January first. It's just oh, this, okay. th- this weekend is just essentially the set time where if you go on Twitch TV, it's there will be, be ten thousand yeah. streams going for the most random shit you can imagine. And we will be one of them. So no, and that's cool. Now, is this the first year you guys are doing it? Yeah, this is the first year we have talked about it since the inception of constantly calibrating. But it's usually one of those things like the first year it was, oh, extra life is today. We should have looked into that. Or extra life's in a week. We should. No, we can't do that. That's yeah, too, too close. exactly. It, it kept being we know how that is. <laughs> well, well, uh, when I first heard about it, I heard it from an ex-girlfriend who did it, and I was like, oh, I really want to do this. I've been trying to get Arcade Bros on to doing it, and then I did it the one year, and then shit hit the fan. We'll. You can listen to all that kind of stuff on Life Your Shit. Uh, yes, shameless plug for another podcast on the network. Um, but yeah, so every other year, every other year, I, I comes up and I'm like, oh, we should totally do it or whatnot. So we never get a chance to do it. So maybe next year, I'm not going to even put anything on it because it probably won't happen. Maybe if I don't say anything, it will happen. So we'll find out. But Well, hey, you're going to get a taste of it because you, you guys are going to come over yes. on ours. And then next year, hey, if that works out, we could just literally have it as a cross collaborative thing you never know No, and i'm totally down for that kind of stuff because i'm like look it's i get to actually it's funny too because i actually thought about i'm like i could literally buy the new skyrim remaster and do this for well be more than 25 hours but i put on a shit ton of hours on that yeah you could easily send you that i mean uh so yeah it's gonna be a cool thing we're doing it from uh so uh tomorrow for people listening live or uh so was that november 5th at 8 a.m pacific till november 6th at 8 a.m pacific it's 25 hours because daylight savings kicks in uh in the middle of the night so my schedule i have pulled up here i have 2 a.m listed twice because i put it in pacific time so yeah we're um gonna be twitch.tv slash constantly calibrating you can go also to constantly calibrating.com slash extra life that's our page pick a member of our roster donate a few bucks um you can also join our team if you really want to raise money and help us with that but that being said, why would you donate aside from the obvious charitable awesomeness? Because it really is an awesome charity. Uh, we are going to be doing giveaways as well. We're giving away Very stuff like cool. PlayStation Plus year cards, Xbox Live cards. I think we have... Can I get a free one of the PlayStation? Mine just ran out. So, <laughs> but, so we, we're giving away, uh, what was it like? I think we're up to like 30 different game codes of assorted oh, various oh, games. Cool. Sweet. Uh, so much. We, and then we just have some random swag bags that I've collected from uh, conventions. So it was, we're all over the map, and the only requirement is you have to follow twitch.tv slash calibrating. And I think we were setting it as like every $5 donation is an entry all day in all, in all raffles, unless you win. 
something. You know what? Okay. I should check. Let me. I should check my Xbox One for whatever reason. When I got Gears of War four, I now have like I have like two, co- three copies of every single Gears of War game. So yep. we're gonna give away. I know four of the games when I got the game for Arcade Bros, and then Xbox sends me an email. They gave me Gears of War Judgment and three mm-hmm. again for whatever reason. But I'm like, I already own like how many? So if you want, I could probably take a picture of those because I haven't done anything with them because I already have them. But if you want to give two of those uh, codes away for, for uh, two free games, yeah, we could add that to. Uh, I could I could donate those. I'll take a picture of the the. Uh, code. Codes, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like the word for the thing that you're talking about. Yeah, that's perfectly um, fine. Yeah, and they were donated by uh, Arcade Bros. Yes. Yeah, so no, you like they'll, you. Yeah, you would essentially it would, we would we would call that out absolutely uh, with any requ- requisite information. And um, if you guys are on the stream, like we could give it away actually while you were there as oh, well. Oh, okay. Yeah. We could oh. do we, if when we figure out those kind of time things. Um, Definitely. Let's do it right now on right. air for everybody to listen to. Right. Oh, <laughs> hey, we have, <laughs> we have we. So one of the things we're doing is we are. Um, doing a our first ever D campaign just right. we thought what the hell why not this sounds like a lot of fun we're gonna be doing that uh, what is that at, uh, <laughs> yeah what's the time uh, slot I, you rocked that down at so we have that as 5 p.m pacific time 5 p.m to uh we're doing three hours so yeah. late and okay so so and, justin i can see you're shaking your head now now i was gonna ask has anybody ever played i've never played D. a lot of people said i should play it that's what i've heard um, forever so you've never played it either never played and it, i have actually been like directly against it because there's a point in my life where it's like always try to force me, you should play, you should play, you should play, Deepa bought me dice, I'm like, uh, no, I don't want to right now, but, uh, I jumped into late, does this everybody, like, decide your character, I was like, crap, I forgot about that, I'm like, yeah, you know what, you make me a character, I'll play as it, and, um, yeah, I, I, so I, bu- I built him a character with, uh, one of our veteran D&D players uh, the other day, and, uh, it's, it's better than my own character. I'm gonna get to say oh. that much. I'm not gonna know like, the character I'm playing. He he doesn't <laughs> yep. know anything about his character whatsoever. Okay. We're gonna be revealing that during the stream. Oh, Essentially, that's cool. right right at the top, he's gonna pretty much find that. I think you only know like the most basic bare bones of information. He's playing a bard. I think about the little bit of his information. Bard who <laughs> owns a traveling circus. Yeah. Oh. So you are a guy. So the information I can give you is you're a bard who. Um, hit middle age uh, you owned the traveling circus you hit middle age and some then, point so far then you retired to go adventuring <laughs> because you were sick of the uh the life you were in you were sick of that corporate game dude so i guess <laughs> that's all accurate so, so, no no i, I made, i'm pretty much made justin <laughs> I, I hope there's a remark where he's like well i had to get out of the traveling circus those barlow and bailey people just ruined everything but yeah, so we just, we just have like so much going on. Like we, I, but I, now I, I'm just gonna sing my way through the. <laughs> oh my god! Please tell me he has to sing everything. That'd be no, um, he has spells which are gonna be song based. We haven't figured out how we're gonna make him do that Cause yet. Because I, I really just want to be like, I really fucking hate you right now. That might be happening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was thinking about just install, like, grabbing his phone and installing, like, see if there's, like, a loot app or something like that. <laughs> so he has to <laughs> <start trying. laughs> You guys suck. Eat my ass. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. yeah. bring a guitar all... or a guitar to a phone or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Better, like, Probably could. He's not like, when you're all asleep, I'm going to stab you. Uh, everyone's like, I don't want to sleep. It's like, well, you have to. I don't want to sleep. <laughs> so with your with your setup, like, how many cameras do you have set up and things so, like that? So like, okay, so right now our setup is we repurposed my dining room. Okay. Which you guys, have, nobody here has uh, seen what it looks like, but I have a nice sized dining area. We took my dining table, turned perpendicular, put it up against a wall, pretty much. We have three computers set up there, okay. uh, with two Xbox ones. We're only playing one Xbox game, so it's we're just playing Halo to start off. Oh okay. Um, 
But yeah, we have that set up, and then we have one kind of overhead web camera yeah. that's going to be showing a survey of the whole room, because right now we're still figuring out how we're going to do it, but first, I, I think at one point we're expecting to have almost like six or seven people okay. over, so we're trying to set up a seating area with another TV, so everyone doesn't have to like cramp in behind our computers. Yeah. So we have a camera that's going to overlook that. And then we have a camera on the desk that's going to show um, us, you know, at our at the computers. And then for D and D, we're also going to have a third camera we're going to set up to show a map, should we choose oh, to do cool, that. Oh, cool, cool. Um, and then for all the people who Skype in, who except for one person, uh, we're going to have them on their webcams. Oh, very cool. Okay. And so, you know, we're going to have guests like uh, local cosplayer Itty Bitty Geek. Um, uh, I'm going to throw her in the bus in case she's she. Annabelle Martinez is supposed to be coming over, okay. but we haven't solidified it at a time yet. Okay. So, and then like a few now other people. Now she has to. Now she has to. Yeah, you heard it here. And usually when it's on our show, it's the truth. <laughs> uh, I will might have to pick your brain about an overhead camera because I have been thinking about doing like certain shows, like when we do it live. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, let's see a webcam. I'm like, I don't know if we'd be that interesting, but maybe we had one like in the corner where it's you, not no, really, was... we're not really focused on it. Yeah. For the kind of like local show you're doing, like because we do web, we we do a live show, you know, our we just did our 200th episode of our podcast, and um, we you know had all it's the, what we usually do. We all had our specific webcams like set up in our faces because we do everything via Skype. But with something like this, yeah, you can put it in a corner there or potentially on your countertop over here. I'm just gonna say Yuri had the pre uh, You like took your dining room and turned it into a podcast set, which I think is the first of many. <laughs> yeah. And you got a great set, actually. So I mean, yeah, just get a camera on this. Yeah, you. Awesome. Yeah, I, dude, I, get I, a fucking camera on here. I would recommend. I like hearing that. <laughs> but I would say no. I would recommend uh, putting it in this corner because then you can actually see this. Oh, okay. You can actually see your wall and things like that. Um, I think that would make the most sense. But it's, yeah, it's pretty simple. Then you just get uh, freaky in here. Get dude. a Logitech. <laughs> get a Logitech C920 or whatever. Or whatever. A what? A Logitech 6920? Is that what you just said? C920. C920. Oh, C920. Uh, or what, what's the new one? 22? I don't know. Well, it, it's you look for at... a camera of all, like, you know, stripper webcams or something like but that. It, it... <laughs> no, but it's the recommended webcam. Interested. It's the recommended webcam for streamers and sex shows. Okay. Well, oh, like cam girls and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no, cool. I okay. Totally, I would totally take a recommendation from a cam girl because it's like, look, they got to be on, like, almost yeah. 24-7. They want a good fucking cam. Listen, anything in porn leads to weight in technology. So yeah, damn, for sure, man. Porn builds technology. Dude, we should jump on one of those cam girl sites and be like, hey – uh, enjoy your work, great. But what camera are you? <laughs> yeah, really. Just no. Uh, a, a while back, I uh, was, was was looking at porn as one does, and in the comment section, I just happened to glance over, and there was a like forty comment thread about tech, about they're trying to figure out what kind of camera they were using to film this. Nice. And it was just like I just read through the whole thing, and I'm like. This is fascinating. Right? Like, what conversation? Like, how do people get into these conversations on these sites? Like, yeah. it's just like, I, I, it makes no sense to me. Yeah. Well, I can, I can love the video. <laughs> I, I can see where they get into those conversations sometimes because sometimes I get really like into the tech stuff or something else. So I'll be asking someone a question and right off the bat, somebody might think I might be like trying to like be like, oh, let me get your number, let me hit on you or something. But I'm like. I was like, oh, where did you get your, like, cosplay? Like, where did you get this thing? And the girl's all like, look, I'm married. I'm like, okay, great. Awesome. Question still applies. But where did you get your <laughs> – so there is some of those things. But I can totally see, like, I would probably do that being just bored and be like, Kim girl's just like on be like, that's a really good picture. Where did you – is that HD? Is that 4K? Or is it – Yeah. She's like, do you want me to take my clothes off or not? I'm like, in due time. Um, <laughs> do I have to pay for it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you can leave them on. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with the conversation right now. 
that is really kind of cool. So yes, uh, I'm a huge. Uh, I love charity, and when I heard about this charity, you know, Extra Life for Kids, playing video games and just racking up money just to give to you know foundation stuff. I'm like, that's something I can do, you know, because mm-hmm. it was always like, go on a march, and I'm like, nah, seems yeah. a little far. Yeah, I, this is essentially our venture to seeing if we could pull something off like this, and then I want to look into working with other organizations like uh, StackUp.org. Uh, they're a military uh, charity. Oh, cool. Um, then there's also – I wouldn't mind doing one for Autism Speaks. My wife works uh, oh, okay. in the autism field, so it makes a lot of sense. I'm just like there's like a few different ones I want to look into doing over like the next year. Let me tell you, his wife is ecstatic at what we did with your room. She is very – yeah, she's very happy with how we redid stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm I, – I'm expe- oh, I forgot to check that text to figure out what the hell that text was that she sent me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I, I had the audio speak in my car tell me, and it sounded mad. <laughs> so. You're like, oh, I should really change this off from angry British woman. <laughs> well, um, I mean, it's 25 hours, so. Uh, well, do you, keep, do you keep saying that it's for charity? <laughs> it's for the kids. Or are you going to keep the setup? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, no, we're not keeping this. <laughs> we're gonna keep it long enough to film. Uh, so one of the things we're doing is we're doing HTC Vive stuff because I have one of those oh, yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, cool. So we're gonna be filming stuff. We're gonna keep this setup going long enough that I can, while Justin's in town, film a couple of things. But pretty much we have a requirement that it has to be done by Sunday evening before bedtime, or my marriage is over. Oh, okay. Sunday so evening before bedtime, or your marriage is over. This will be after 25 hours of nonstop gaming, no yeah. sleep, and possibly go probably going to the movies as well. So, so uh, ladies, Josh will be on the market. Yeah. <laughs> I'll Josh is trying to do something for charity, but when his wife says this better be done by Sunday, Josh runs into a problem. <laughs> Rated PG-13. Yeah, the thing question she was asking was why are there blankets all over the dining room? That's a great question. And I and I wrote because the vibe needs foot comfort. <laughs> the vibe needs foot comfort. It's, well, it's, it's um like travertine time. Two K seventeen, baby. We play basketball with the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> we need that foot comfort. Oh yeah. Uh, Spike Lee filmed this. <laughs> ah man, that's, it. that's funny. Uh, speaking of gaming and everything that I do want to t- keep talking about because your setup sounds crazy, but uh, I figure this would be a good time to ask this question because you guys do a lot of streaming mm-hmm. with different consoles. So that new small mini Nintendo is coming out next Friday, um, the 11th, I believe. Oh, the November. NES thing? Yeah, the yep. NES. Now, since it's going to be HD, do you think this is going to be an easier uh, format to use to try to stream old Nintendo games? I mean... Yeah, I mean, easier in the sense, I mean, look, nothing is really easier, in my opinion, than just setting up an emulator on your computer, pretty much, if you're going to stream that kind of stuff. I mean, if you want to go legit, I mean, the Wii and Wii U's already been doing virtual console, especially Wii U with HDMI output, but no one wants to admit that Wii U exists or that right. they own one. Right. So, oh, I'll own one. I love my Wii U. Same here. I like, too. I bought it from Mario Kart on a fever-induced decision, but I don't regret it. Oh, no, yeah. That was... I bought mine because of your fever-induced decision. It's effective. But yeah, no, I I think I think it's be fine. I don't. I'm sure it'll bring a lot of people into streaming off of that. I mean, my issue with that console is why a lot of people kind of like it is that it's what is it 30 built-in games and that's it. Yes. You can't expand on it. That is what it is. But at the price point, you know, that's not a bad thing. Especially if uh, one you don't have uh, either your old Nintendo or you don't want to spend the money on the virtual console to keep buying all these things. That's true. And then also it's this nice little sleek essentially portable thing you could bring anywhere so if you just want to have a nice little like nintendo experience not I mean, only that it's cool. like i like i had people at my work not super into games but they kind of actually mentioned this nintendo mm-hmm. like oh man you hear about that you just buy it, it got 30 games on it, you hook it right up mm-hmm. i'm like so it's definitely advertising to those people who just 
that nostalgia, and it's right. simple to hook up. Yeah, it's really the casual nostalgia market, which I think uh, they're doing a good job. It's like, great, you have to go through a Nintendo store. Cool, you got to buy points? All right, can you download it? Maybe. My only thing with it is I feel like they're and continuing with Nintendo's major issue is marketing it like shit because I'd forgotten that existed till two weeks ago. I thought it released last year. Mm. And I and I do news for gaming, and I forgot yeah. this thing freaking yeah, existed. Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo's very the, – the problem is, is, like, with a lot of their advertisements, like, on their Nintendo channel. But if you don't have a Wii U or anything Nintendo-related, you're not going to get access mm-hmm. to half the stuff. The one thing that I'm very surprised with, because this is one of those consoles that was actually licensed by Nintendo and not, like, the Sega Genesis, where it's, like, a third-party, you know, Genesis – with 30, you know, 60 yeah, plus yeah. games and everything like that. So it will be kind of interesting. I think Nintendo is, you know, smart releasing this thing, going like, hey, here you go, you know, 60 games for, or 30 games for like 60 bucks, which you're like, all right, cool. Because, I mean, like, if you think about it, Rare just did that same thing for Xbox One with the right. 30 for 30 Absolutely. kind of games. Rare replay! So... But I think it's I think it's gonna work well, and I think they made the smartest decision. Even though I wish they'd give more information, I think the smart decision of not talking about the Switch anymore until after this, because yeah. then for marketing, they're gonna get us, you know, gamers and non-gamers alike, to buy a bunch of these things through Black Friday and through you know the holiday season, and then they can talk more Switch stuff once you know you've given all the money. But then if this thing does well, which it's projected to do extremely well, we're probably gonna get a Super Nintendo one as well, and I wouldn't even be surprised oh if we get God. an N64. I one. love it. Yeah, Nintendo's already got my money with that kind of. If they bring out like a Super Nintendo, I literally have my Super Nintendo still in the freaking closet that I hook up mine, all the damn time. Yeah, mine. I have like what the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, yep. and the GameCube right now in yep. my my living room. So. Uh, Matthew and I actually just did a show. It was, I feel bad for that show because it was a really bad show due to the fact that Matthew and I got really drunk because we're supposed to have guests on. And then the people are like, it's too late. We're not showing up. And then Matthew's like, what kind of Nintendo games you got? I'm like, I got Blades of Steel. He's like, fuck it. And we just started doing that with like commentary. Yeah. But uh, And then our na- my old neighbor got into an argument with the downstairs neighbor with his 30 inch. Oh, yeah, that's but... right. That was an interesting episode. <laughs> Probably shitty-ass quality. but Oh, yeah. Doesn't it's all good. Um, I was about to say, like, the only problem with it is I don't think you can pre-order oh, sorry, it still. Dude. No, no, I actually. No, you can't. I checked with Amazon to see if it was going to pop up there. It doesn't even register on Amazon, or if it does show up, there's no pre order. So I don't know if this is going to be one of those. I have a feeling what they're probably going to do, they're going to probably sell out within this first weekend there because the stores are not going to have that many, I guarantee. They'll probably be As like Nintendo maybe. Nintendo does. You know, probably be, I'm going to say, and this might be overestimated, maybe 50 consoles in a store, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, and then they're going to wait till Black Friday to, you know, oh, here's the next ship. And they did the same thing with the Wii when that came out. They released that. It sold out, and then they kept re- – they basically like, look, we already made our pretty much profit margin for the year, so uh, I think they're just going to do that. And then before you know it, you're just going to walk into the store one day, and they're just going to have a shit ton of them because they just were like – and Nintendo's like, here, take as many as possible because they've been flying off the shelf. So – which they've also pretty much kind of predicted with the new system, the, uh, the Switch at this point, where a lot of people are like – I think this is going to sell out. Nintendo's probably going to play the same game, which is going to be weird because the system's coming out in spring, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't know. I can't remember if a console's ever come out in spring. Usually they come out towards the end of the holiday. I'm trying to remember the last time a console came out in the spring. It, I, th- I mean, other than consoles, I can't think of. I mean, I know handhelds have in the beginning yeah. of the year, but I can't remember a home console, at least not in the last decade. I, I want to say maybe the 360 did 360 point, was November. That's what I thought. Okay. No, because I, I can literally remember the, my entire experience picking up the 360. I, were, were you able to get, like, the legit co- the one that you wanted? No, yeah, okay. no, no. I pre-ordered it well ahead of time, and then um, I was in the middle of what was called a spin group in Star Wars Galaxies, uh, which was essentially you went out into the wilderness of one of the planets in the game, and you everyone just used area of attack things over and over and again, and I just clicked slash follow on my then-girlfriend, now my wife, 
And I left for an hour and a half to pick up my console, picked it up, came back, and just went right back to playing that. I didn't even turn on the console again for like another day because I just stayed up all night. Two and a half months! Uh, <laughs> that sucks, dude. Yeah. So back to the way you stream. So now <laughs> the I have an Xbox One, and occasionally I jump on Twitch and I broadcast on Twitch, but it sucks. Like, mm -hmm. it's it's really bad. So are you guys using an external streaming service? Um First of all, obviously for the event that you guys are going to be doing, but then personally, uh, when you guys stream on your own, like what's your setup for that? I think pretty much everyone who streams for us at this point uses OBS Open Broadcaster. Okay. I think we've all switched over to using the studio version as well. Um, yeah, we just mostly use that. It's fairly simple. Uh, once you figure it out, it's it's uh, very daunting the first time you install it if you're just like looking at everything, but uh, you just read up a little bit on it. It's not too bad. But you mentioned consoles. Uh, as far as how I stream consoles, I think most of us do. Uh, we use external capture card. I'm mm -hmm. using Elgato right now, and then I hooked that okay. to I've my heard, computer. Okay, I've heard of that, yeah. yeah. Except the weird part is the one I have, uh, I know the newer one um, cuts down delay, but one I have has a specifically a second delay, so okay. I set my camera back a second, I set my voice back a second, so everything syncs up. Yeah, this all can be done through OBS. Yeah, there's a lot of desync stuff. If you do something, yeah, I could just do it through OBS. You can um, The newer Elgatos, you can... Uh, stream right through this software, which I've actually heard is great software uh, for, and that's whether you're doing PC or uh, console stuff. Oh, okay. But uh, you have to have a newer one, and that's a couple hundred. But it's like a hundred. Yeah, I mean the current one has its own too, but I mean you got the current one does it too. Well, but the newer one has far better, like actually like a studio level stuff. It's not yeah. just clicking. Like you can actually bring your webcam in and stuff like that. The current one is you just hit stream and it goes out into the ether and it's. It's okay. I mean, it's, it's perfectly acceptable, especially if you're just kind of getting into it. Yeah. So um, you have the actual physical component. You have the Gato box. Yeah. Yep. So you have a, I'm assuming it's HDI, HDMI, HDMI input from your TV into the box. Uh, from the console into the box, into from the console into the box, into your TV. And then uh, the Legato actually connects USB to your computer. Mm -hmm. so to the computer. Oh, okay. okay. So you're using that, tying it into open broadcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then developing your stream from that be it live or pre-recorded so you can edit it and then put it out into the world essentially yeah that's yeah. okay that's, that's just okay. essentially what you're doing um i have also dabbled with a program called infinicine which uh if you're already in it, it's currently free until the end of the year, but it's going to be like a $10 a month service. It's okay. the, the difference between it and OBS. OBS uh, has a problem with crashing for a lot of people and deleting all of their scenes because you make these customized scenes. Okay. Um, and you get what you, you pay for. You get what you, get what you pay for, which is nothing for OBS. Okay. So you, it has a tendency to crash and lose stuff. You can back up stuff, but it's not very easy to understand how to back up anything. So uh, problems arise from it. Infinicine is something that allows you um, all of the work – uh, on your computer is taken off your computer and it's off their servers. The only thing your computer is doing is it's just sending information. You need very low bandwidth, very low stuff. Okay. So uh, that's essentially much of what you're paying for. And then the whole entire program is a browser window uh, where you create all your scenes and you operate it on your phone. Okay. I have messed with it, but Ooh, uh, my current new computer, it's not recognizing um, my sound inputs correctly, so we can't use it for the stream. Okay. Uh, I was trying to get a sponsorship with them until I realized I couldn't get it working. Uh, so okay. we're just using OBS for okay. all of our stuff. And then we have uh, my main computer, and then my old computer is going to have everything set up on it for a backup. Got it. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's just funny. Yeah, uh, so Aaron uh, Gallows uh, from one of our podcasts as well as listening in. He, he actually was looking up OBS earlier in the week, and I just asked him, like, what he was looking into doing with that. So hopefully he gets back to us. But hopefully, hopefully he gets some information because obviously I know Matthew knows – 
I'll put it this way. These guys know about more streaming than I will ever know right now. You know more about streaming just because you're, like, always doing, like, either watching Twitch videos or knowing things about stuff. And I'm just all, like, and every time I go to stream, I might get, I think I we did get a couple of people following us on uh, last time we streamed with uh, Arcade Bros doing a, a little bit of Borderlands. but I, I watched it for a bit. I literally had the one where I was just uh, playing Destiny and I was on Mars. I just kept going, I got to get my ass to Mars the entire time. And no one was watching it. But I kept going for about an hour and a half in that voice. Just like didn't even care at that point. I was just like, yeah, I'm just playing. Early days of streaming stuff, like when you're really starting stuff out, you just have to have fun and just be on there. And maybe a person will come in and like you. I streamed um, on my personal channel a while back, um, like my first time playing Metal Gear Ground, Five Ground Zeroes, mm-hmm. and I'm getting three people coming in there telling me how I was playing stealth stuff wrong. But it, it I ended up accruing people because it, it lucked out, you know. Yeah. So it, it, it's it's just one of those very long process things. We finally hit 140 followers. Nice. So the hope, my dream hope is to break 200 with the stream this weekend. Oh, very cool. But we, we're going to be going for 25 hours, I feel. we we got to get something. Yeah, we're we're going to lose like... everyone when we offend people. Oh, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so that's what I was curious about with these uh, extra life things. I know you're doing it for, you know, children's charities and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Now, is there any restriction on that? I mean, obviously, you're not going to have everyone watching you if you're, like, kind of like... I would just say my shows where I'm just like fuck and son of a bitch. No, I mean you are suck a cock. You know, kind the of requirement is to follow the uh, where you follow the guidelines of where you are streaming. So we're streaming on Twitch. So no nipples, no nudity. Um, Damn it! But for the most part, we I have three of those nipples to show off. That's we have okay. We're making pasties. Yeah, to Ooh. my knowledge, we have no restrictions of. Um, Constantly of, calibrated. I was just thinking yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to the marketing team. There you go. Uh, but yeah, you know the restrictions are pretty light, so we're just because um, like Rooster Teeth does theirs every year, um, and their show is just it's the Rooster guys. So, yeah. You know, last year, I mean, a lot of cursing. Uh, obviously, uh, someone got tased when they hit like a few hundred thousand dollars donated. Vomiting. Um, Gus, one of the founders, got so fucking drunk i don't i think it's the top three drunkest i've ever seen a human being on at least a television related show kind of oh, entertaining. Wow. like he was out of his goddamn mind um like just stuff like that which actually speaking of rooster teeth yes we got confirmation yesterday we uh, had to do one final audition uh 5 a.m pacific time uh twitch.tv slash constantly calibrating will actually be hosted by twitch.tv slash rooster teeth nice really we are th- they're doing their stream next weekend so that they don't since they are the big stream thing yeah that they don't take away from oh, all the little guys cool. and then also i think they also had some events going on this weekend as well um, and they're doing what's called the Rooster Teeth Community Stream for Extra Life. And every hour is a different Rooster Teeth community group. And as of the last time I checked, we are the only group that's not a Rooster Teeth like fan club for a specific state or area oh, of the world. Very so, cool. Because everything's uh, RT Newfoundland, things like that. And we're the only one that's not. I mean, we're fans of Rooster Teeth and we do a lot yeah, of stuff yeah. with them. But uh, we're not like strictly focused on that. And yeah, we, uh, we passed the audition yesterday. So, uh, yeah, we're uh, 5 a.m. Pacific time on Sunday. We were going to be on there, uh, uh, hosted by them, and we're going to be playing uh, Seven Days to Die, I believe. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which uh, I think most of us have not played. So, nope. so <laughs> this would be great. I, I was about to say I have a sound drop. So, so, so Rooster Teeth is going to be sponsoring you, huh? The hosting things. Any, anytime I can use a little bit of sound drop. The uh, the hosting thing's been cool and fun. Like I love the auto hosting feature. Yeah, I love the it's fact like that you could just specify people. It's only like a few months old or something like that. It's not like, even. It's it's uh was 
just before TwitchCon, I think, because when that came out, so it was like six yeah. weeks old. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been cool. I I watch a lot of Twitch. No, that's that's why I think I gave you your like I gave Matthew a segment to come up with. It's like what he's been like Matthew, what he's been watching on Twitch because he'll he'll come up with games that I've never even heard of. And like him, he's like, yeah, I beat this game. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Like he finds so many things just by watching that. And I'm realizing like I thought I was a gamer, and then I realized I'm not. Everybody <laughs> knows way too much about stuff than I do, and I'm just that like does, playing a I'm shit like, ton Let of me games tell you about sense. the old Chippendale game on the NES. God, I have so game. Nope. No, I have that game. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a good one on the PC as well. That was so basic of a game. God, I would play that right now. Um, but yeah. I'm trying to think. Oh, speaking of, uh, I know we're doing a lot of game talk and everything like that. And, of course, uh, so uh, before I jump into a little bit more game talk and everything like that, uh, people, this is going to be shameless plugs, but where can uh, people are looking for you on a regular day basis besides uh, Extra Life? Where can they find you guys? Oh, uh, so, yeah, anyone wants to find us, constantlycalibrating.com will be your just your, your easiest source. All of our stuff is listed there. But Facebook.com slash constantlycalibrating. Uh, Twitter is at concalpod. Instagram is constantly calibrating, um, twitch.tv slash constantly calibrating, and youtube.com slash concalpod. Right now, mostly what's coming up on YouTube is our weekly news show, or gaming news show, The Catch-All. Yeah. And then um, otherwise, uh, yeah, the, the weekly news show, The, the Catch-All, and then beyond that, um, we're going to be doing finally having some Let's Plays and stuff coming up as well. We hired a new – hired, I use that term so freaking loosely – a uh, new video editor who's doing some really fun stuff. We're going to have like a hit, Hitman Let's Watch. We're going to have our VR oh, content cool. start coming up. And we have we have plans for a lot more stuff. I mean, we do interviews and reviews go up there as well as we do them. That Those are a little more sporadic. No, and good for you that you're getting interviews. Like, I'm like, uh, would you like to be on the show? Um, speaking of which, now that I think about it, so we know, we've known Josh for, I would say, maybe about two, three years now. Two, three years, yeah. Uh, but we don't know anything really about Justin and how you guys kind of got together. So let's get a little <laughs> bit of a backstory on this well, one. Well, it involved lightning and someone's asshole. That's what I want to hear. Uh, do you want to field this since I mean, I've been talking the whole time? Yeah, it happened in a galaxy. <laughs> It happened on a cantina on the planet Loke. Oh, we, far away. We, oh, I we, wish I had some mood, mood music for that. Give me oh, a sec. Hold on. Okay. Mm. But you can go ahead and... So, uh, but yeah, we met in Star Wars Galaxies. As the, is the long and short of it, um, I was playing that with my uh, then-girlfriend, now wife, and... Um, uh, I, I think we both hated each other when we met him. Yeah, we were both <laughs> friends with this one entertainer chick. Um, you know, an entertainer was a class in the game back then. Okay. essentially was Or a man. We really don't know. Well, um, I talked to her actually once. Okay, good. Uh, so I, good to know that. Uh, Jay Lee I never spoke to, which was the other person. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, we met on a, in this cantina, and you know, our eyes met across the room. Oh, they connected so well. They connected Laser so, focus. Mm, yeah. And he just walked over to you and was like, "We don't serve your kind here." <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like you. Yeah, uh, well, we uh, yeah, we met and uh, we just hung out essentially the same group. And then I don't remember what happened. Like uh, a bunch of people we knew in the game started role playing like a, a Jedi yeah. Council thing, and um, we actually kept the game going longer than it should have. Yeah, we kept that game going way way longer than it should have. We kept going for a while there, and then. Um, I don't know. We we just became friendly, and I we got in a conversation. Well, we got in a conversation one night trying to figure out if it was possible with the animation to bow in the game slash bow if you could spin around and shoot uh, force lightning out of your ass. Ah. Mm -hmm. And we spent three hours trying to do that. I think. <laughs> and this, for reference, didn't record it. This is before you did stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah. we have 
we may on one of our computers have screenshots at best because this predates that I'm kind of stuff. digging for them. But yeah, I was like one of those things, and then um, we became friends because uh, my mom died while I was playing that game back in 05. And not literally while I was playing, but I was into the game back then. And then I got really depressed on New Year's. Charnel was hanging out with friends before coming over to me. And Justin and I were hunting crate dragons. Not just crate dragon. I thought we were like hunting a robe drop on Mustafar or something. Yeah, like well, we did that too, but the crate dragon thing, and then I, he just ended up like letting me just go off pretty much mm-hmm. about like my depression. Oh, wow. About this whole thing. And then, yeah, we just ended up bonding. We followed each other back and forth from MMO to MMO to MMO. Oh, cool. He ended up coming to visit us finally in like 2008. We dragged him to Disneyland like. It, it, like almost right like, after he landed. Realized, so like literally, uh, his now wife pops on bed, and I'm like, huh? It's like, you want to go to Disneyland? I'm like, really? literally, she goes, opens his door. This person we, we know in line, but like literally opens the door, of the, the guest room, just hops into his bed, says, "You want to go to Disneyland in an hour?" Because I had accidentally said Disneyland to my wife. And, oh yeah. And yeah, we had to go. For reference, we'd also just get bought our, you know, got our first uh, adopted our first dog the day before. Oh wow. Yep. So yeah, we literally had we, we decided we were at Disneyland, and then had to. On the way to Disneyland, just stop off my other one and say, "By the way, we got a dog. Forgot to tell you. Can you watch it for the next three days?" <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> nice. we're because we're pieces of shit. Oh yeah. Uh, that was yeah. It just it just evolved from there, and oh, then that's um, really cool though. Ups and downs, stuff like that. He lived with us for a little while, um, and then finally uh, brought him into constant calibrating. He was actually the one I wanted to start constant calibrating with, okay. but we were not in a good place in our relationship back not then. That time. <laughs> yeah. So um, he was supposed to be the third person of our group. So we were in a good place. Was but, it more like, hey, I'm thinking of, fuck off! All right, not yet. Close. Uh, <laughs> no, that, that, that's, that's the level of anger that was there, but we we're too passive-aggressive to ever speak about mm. those kind of things. So yeah, we just it was just a silent you know, kind of thing. And then um, wrestling brought us back together. Yeah, yes! Enough. Oddly enough, we started we started our own podcast, wrestling podcast, which had one episode, and then, a, and then a second total. episode exactly a year later. Hey, to be hey, do you know what? To be fair, there's a Star Wars podcast on our network mm-hmm. that had one episode, and then the other episode was just us talking about when finally the Force Awakens came out. So it's going to be a yearly podcast for that one. Yeah, it was essentially we did a WrestleMania podcast, and then we did a WrestleMania podcast the next year, and then we also did a Goodbye the Ultimate Warrior podcast, and then we, um, yeah, no. And that never, nothing ever really came past that. But uh, then I ended up bringing him on to Constantly Calibrating when uh, we were looking for a third person. Yeah, and it all like, goes around tragic events because something hit me in my life or put me really down. And I uh, started talking to Joss, started, hopped on the podcast, and did a few episodes. And then we started talking about doing a YouTube channel. Yeah, Justin was officially the impetus for that. It was really funny when we lived together uh, before the days of Let's Plays and things like that back in, like, what was that, like, 08-ish? Something like that. Something like 08-ish. Um, we talked about... We should just, like, film us playing video games because we just have fun doing it. We should just, like, put a camera on and, like, record it. And then we looked into re- video capture stuff. And in, like, 2008, it was, like, $700 to get yeah, to get, to get the equipment for it. And we're like, well, nobody's going to watch this. We're not going to spend the money. And then, of course, like, Achievement Hunter starts Let's Play. There's Let's Play stuff, like, a year and a half later. Yeah. And it was just like, I mean, yeah, there were other people doing it. At the time. We weren't, by no means would have been the first people doing it. Yeah. But it was oh, one yeah. of the things, like, shit, like, we should have just spent the, like, figured out how to spend that money. And we would have been so much further along. But everyone has those, you know. No, I, I, yeah, I understand with that. Because my brother, actually, he did something the one – he was over at my place. And I'm gaming. I'm playing, like, Mega Man 2 or something like that on, like, the Wii U. And I'm going through trying to, like, oh, how do you beat – like, I'm trying to remember, like, the combos of what beats what and stuff. And then we came up with an idea called Backseat Gamer. 
because then my brother just started. I remember giving, you telling me about my brother that. started giving me like misinformation on how to fight certain bosses in Mega Man. I'm like, do I use do I use the bubble gun here? He's like, oh yeah, bubble gun works great, you know. And you're like doing it. I'm like, I got fucking my ass handed to. Me. He's like, yeah, you don't use that. I'm like, what the? I'm asking you for help. You're being a dick about it. He's all like, yeah, use the wood. I'm like, I don't even have wood. He's like, you got to go get wood now. I'm like, why? He's all like, because this thing, I think what I'm like. But it's fire. Why would I use one on fire? He's like, trust me, the shield protects you. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Like, so it just became this ongoing thing. And then finally I beat Mega Man 2. And then my brother's like, yeah, I don't even know why you're asking me. He's like, I never beat that game. And I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, that never got off the ground. But it was an idea that like some – but then it's that thing where you look into stuff. You're like, this is super easy. But I think now with everybody doing it and the means of being it so easy, a lot of people knew how to make it. It's like with every console that comes out. When the first one comes out and then they make like the smaller version of the console, it's a lot cheaper. It's always the other case. I mean just look, look the VR stuff. I mean uh, the second generation is going to shave off a lot of money off of that. Right. We'll probably uh, – I don't think the second generation necessarily, but by the third generation of VR, we're not going to have these horrible link boxes on them and like the cables attaching. Yeah. We'll probably have – Company of cables. Yeah, we're, we have a lot of cables. It's it's ridiculous. So curious about that. So I know the, the VR came out for the PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Has anybody tried it? He owns it. I own oh, one. you own one. Okay. Now, like we keep saying, like I can't really judge anything because until you're not going to know what it's like until you actually play it and some of that. Now, what is your experience with it so far? Is it is it something that they still need to kind of improve on, or do you think they're like this is going to be this is going to be the future? They definitely got to improve on it, but I don't think it's a gimmick. It's here to stay. Um, mm -hmm. and I bought it knowing what I was getting into. I know it's not going to be, it's not something you feel like you need to do every moment of the day. It's one of those things like you get into it and like you can take a break for a while, but you'll have that urge every now and then. It's like, we'll put the VR headset on. Okay. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm more excited for the non-gaming aspects of it. Like, uh, for instance, can you imagine like, uh, any sports events, they put a 360 camera on there. It's like, you could pay to get into that seat and watch it from your VR headset like you're there. Oh, yeah. So for people who are not able to travel, like imagine uh, being, what was it, uh, watching the Cubs-Indians game yeah, the yeah. other night, uh -huh. like, but you don't, you can't get there for whatever reason, and they just charge a premium, a massive premium probably, for right. that for that seat, and they could have a thousand people sitting in that seat, potentially. Mm, that's something, yeah, sports team. That's going to actually kind of be funny now that I think about it, because any, like, anybody who's like a huge sports fan and don't really like the gaming People and stuff that'll be all like, "Oh, I'll get a VR set for this now and then." They, that's another way to get kind of money. Definitely, because uh, there, like, there's a lot of. Oh, that's great for like concerts. And uh -huh. stuff. I was just like, thinking about yes. that. Oh my god! Because if you think about it, if you think about it, they did do that. I don't know what phone company it was, but it was a while ago, maybe about two or three years ago, where they had that commercial where people were like, it was like a concert, and then like the holograms would be popping up, going like, "Oh, this concert's great," but the person was just at home mm -hmm. watching this thing, and it was like something with a I forget what the phone company was or whatnot, yeah. uh, but kind of doing that kind of thing. So this is a step in that direction because there is a, there is so many times where I do want to see stuff, and I'm like, it's like, oh, God, I got fucking work in the like morning or whatnot. I think Sony's actually planning to do this because they did buy like a concert hall in New York. Um, uh, they did, yeah. Ooh, that's cool. See, that's where I could see, like, that's what I was curious about, because I'm like, the gaming aspect is kind of cool, uh, but then I'm like, there's got to be, uh, I assume there was going to be more to it, but then it's also, it's like, it's a big investment. You're throwing, like, 400-something dollars at this thing. Is it going to be good? Is it, it's like, because everyone's all, because our generation, like, the new generation is like, yeah, and they throw money at it, they'll get it, but we're, like, sitting there going, like, we remember Virtual Boy, so fuck you, you know? This like, is not, <laughs> no aspect, I have not gotten my head in the PSVR, just the Vive, um, but the fun, like the fundamental difference, essentially, the PSVR from everything Justin's told me has worn, I think, all of them at this point. Yeah. Um, and then a few other people I know. The PSVR is probably the most 
comfortable about it. I can say that's the most well-designed headset. It's not the best quality headset as far as visuals go, uh, but as far as like getting it on and being comfortable, it's... It is the best one if you're wearing glasses too. Like oh, it, oh it's nice. Easily, uh, the Vibe like sucks your and glasses right off. How numbered I am right now. Yeah, the gla- If the Vive, um, the it's not as bad as the one we like. A lot of uh, conventions and like packs and stuff have like the Vive Pre, which is the the pre version of the Vibe, like the, the first one people got. Okay. That's terrible for glasses. That'll. Ru- ruin your damn face uh i like how we all looked at our phones on that I, and we're like what every oh, it's only when i put it on the table like i keep it on my lap this whole time the moment I put it on the table that's when it vibrates but <laughs> um but then the newer one's not as bad it still sucks your glasses off but it uh, doesn't feel as cramped i will say um but everything you said about the psvr is that it's a lot more comfortable lots com- easy to put uh, on um easy to, like if you need to take the goggles off quickly like it has like a adjustment slider on the goggle part itself that slides out you can easily just lift it and get low for something okay oh uh, but of that, like, it's definitely not the best VR experience. But if you're telling that somebody has to be doing VRs, like, you're telling someone who walks around and we're like, my teleporter is better than this guy's teleporter. Like, it yeah. doesn't really matter. Like, it's still a VR experience. It's still something that's awesome to once uh, you see it for the first time. You're not going to, like you said, get until you see it. And on top of that, like, to, to get into PSVR, to get the console and the VR headset, it's still cheaper to do that and just get a the vibe or the oculus on its own with all those controllers yeah essentially i mean that's what it boils down to is like the playstations is uh will probably one of the more successful ones because it's just the easiest uh it already has an upgrade. install base yeah it has, it'll have an easy install base right there and i mentioned like it's cheaper to get into it by itself like i'm not talking about you have to buy the computer too that can actually run the vr headsets for oculus or vive like just a playstation 4 and a PSVR headset is still just cheaper than just the goggles. Yeah, because that's what I because they even said that it's like I already have a PS4, so buying the goggles, you know, it's not going to be that huge expensive. The only thing that I thought was weird, so um, people who are PlayStation fans, some of that is like they're releasing this VR thing, and then of course next month or this month, obviously, we're getting the Pro. And I was like, is that a smart move by Sony or a bad move by Sony? Or are they just trying to hit this market beforehand? No, it, I think the Pro sells. I don't get the Pro and who it's for. Nobody it's seems to. such a yes! small step. Everyone's on my case. No, like, I mean, we, we, we know other podcasts. I have other people who are huge PlayStation fanatics who don't. No, oh, okay. Nobody understands. I, bet you, I feel like the Xbox like S does what the PlayStation 4 Pro and the PlayStation, I forget, the, the smaller one, I forgot, PlayStation 4 Slim, like, it does that in the same box. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Sony felt the need to correct two different ones. That's it, what I thought was weird with them, because, like, the Xbox released the S, and even I looked at the S going like that, and I saw it in the store, and I'm like, that thing looks slick. Like, it looks very nice mm-hmm. and stuff, but then I'm also like, I don't have a 4K TV. Mm-hmm. This doesn't apply to me right now. Yes, maybe the next thing I get is a 4K TV, and this is, but I think it, them releasing it and it being a lot less price was a good move. And more people would go for that. But then, like, when the Pro came out, I was like, oh, okay, well, how much is this? And I'm like, ooh, uh, well, my PlayStation works fine, and mm-hmm. VR's going to work with it, so this doesn't apply to me. Yeah, like, right now, how the average PlayStation 4 Pro, like, it doesn't make any sense to anybody to own it unless they have a 4K TV with HDR in it, even though HDR is getting patched in every PlayStation 4. Like, they didn't tell you, like, hey, it's, like, they tell you, like, you might see better pixels in the PS4 VR headset. They should say, Directly, it will make your experience better. It will make it smoother. They don't tell you the games will load faster. We don't know if that's going to be the case. But they can tell us that. Like, if it makes your games load faster, if it makes the experience better for PSVR, if it makes games just function better, like, um, I don't know why they didn't capitalize on that. They did mention they're going to do two different modes. Like, there is a PSVR-compatible games, which... Not VR, sorry. PS4 Pro-compatible games, which they already got a good list, but... There's no reason for, like, the average gamer to get it, uh, as far as how they explained it. Mm. 
Yeah, I was always curious about that. I just thought it was a weird, like, and me, it's like, I'm not into marketing or anything like that, but me was like, you're going to release this VR, you're going to be ahead of the game. People, I mean, PlayStation's already, you know, was beating out a lot of the consoles throughout the, you know, the past year since it came out. And then now you're throwing this pro out there and it's like, okay, you have a bunch of people who will trade in their PlayStation 4s to get this pro, but they even like newcomers because a lot of people were like, I don't even have an Xbox and I like the S the S, so I'm going to get that. So a lot more people bought an Xbox S, and especially I think Xbox is smart where they're like, here's the S, and oh, guess what's coming out next month? Here's a War 4, one of our big, huge games, you know, kind of thing. So I think Xbox, you know, I mean, Xbox has been catching up since their big, you know, E3 announcement, you yeah. know, a few years back where everyone's like, fuck Xbox, you know, kind of thing. But yeah, I don't know. I think, I know PlayStation's going to be fine, like, this won't hinder them, but I just thought it was a weird, like, move on their just, part. After hearing what the Scorpio does, with the Scorpio actually sounds like a new system and not like a small step. Uh, I can't believe Sony actually just went ahead with the PS Pro. I thought they were holding back to probably rethink their plans, but at, I'm pretty sure everything was locked in by the time they heard about the Scorpio. I'm wondering if they did what kind of like they did, like Xbox did to them, what they kind of did to Xbox at that E3 conference. Because mm -hmm. PlayStation, all their stuff beforehand was all like, oh, yeah, no, you have to buy a game. You own that game. You can't lend that game out. And the Xbox is their preference conference. They're like, okay, look, we're going to be exactly like PlayStation. Like in their heads, they're announcing everything. Next day, PlayStation comes out and goes, yeah, we're not doing that. And everyone's all like, oh, and like kind of trolled Xbox. And Xbox was like, fuck us. We got to do stuff. So, I mean, but Xbox has kind of made that up with, you know, backwards compatibility, yes. which I think is an amazing idea. I really hate that, that the fact that I want to play old PlayStation 3 games that I have, but I still have to keep the PlayStation 3 for that. Yeah. And then uh, it, I got to say that, yeah, Xbox, uh, Microsoft, and Gerald do a great deal of, like, you own that game when you buy it, and you can carry that game with you. Like, it, you log into your Xbox every few weeks, you'll see a new game pop up saying, hey, you can install this. Mm -hmm. That's been in your previous library. So that's awesome. Um, I still can't believe, like, PS3 games aren't compatible, except I guess that's because they're trying to push... Was that uh, on PlayStation, PlayStation Now? Uh, yeah, the PlayStation, yeah. I think PlayStation Now, which PlayStation actually now. I talked to somebody and they were like, it's not really that great because it drops, the streaming's not great on it. Like, it, it, they need like a, like, and then when I saw how much it was, like a month, yeah, I was like, oh, fuck that. I'm like, I already own half these games. It's like, do you like a touch of latency with your controls? Go ahead and get PlayStation Now. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's what he said. Take my money! <laughs> yeah, because he even said, he's like, he's like, I did the trial and he's all like, and it like, it would drop, I would lose stuff, it would come back on, it would take forever, you're just like, okay. So, like, I think Xbox has, like, kind of made their better move with that. And it really kind of sucks because, like, everyone always thinks that I hate PlayStation 4 or PlayStation in general. I go, not at all. I love the PlayStation 2. thought it was a great system, solid system, everything that. PlayStation 3, like, everybody loved it. I felt like they fucked me with that one because literally yeah. it came out. I was like, you have me at PlayStation 2. I love it. PlayStation 3 came out. I'm like, where's your fucking games? Where's your fucking games? Where's your fucking games? Oh, here's a game. Where's your next game? Oh, a year out? Okay. And that's like the thing where I'm like, PlayStation 4, I don't have that many games. Literally most of the games I bought were remaster games. Cheap because I'm like, you don't have anything. Like the most fun game I had so far with the PlayStation 4, I think, was the Ratchet and Clank. Uh, yeah, based, which is amazing. Based off the movie and the reason why I bought it because I was like, well, you're only selling it for 40 bucks instead exactly. of like 60 And it's a, it's a telling of the original game with added new stuff from the movie. And I absolutely loved it. It looked perfect. Some of that Uncharted Four, I was like, wow, you guys just ripped off Goonies. <laughs> that was literally Uncharted Four, like, and I loved Uncharted. I love that series, and oh, I played. I'd, pro I'd probably really like it then. Oh, you would love it. You would love it. One-eyed Willie and everything, man. Even there's even the uh, yeah chunks in it. Hey, you guys. They uh, literally just stole everything. Is One-eyed Willie in it? Mm. Close enough. Oh uh, yeah? yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it literally came down where like Uncharted cool. 4 came out and I was like, I beat it and I was like, why did I just waste $60 on this? 
I was like, I had more fun with the Tomb Raider uh, game that came out like a couple of years back, like the like rebirth of them. Oh yeah, and of course the new one that came out was actually awesome too, uh, which I think yeah, I gotta get PS4. I gotta finish that. Uh, but I I don't know, like the same thing on Microsoft too. They actually eliminated my need to own an actual Xbox. It's kind of like their Xbox is now their Steam machine. Since oh, uh, with the uh, Xbox anywhere. Yeah, which works. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it works great when you get it set up, but the problem getting it set up, it doesn't really tell you what you need to do. Like, I didn't know I needed a new edition of Windows 10, which you can't get by just hitting update. You have to hunt it down and like, oh, yeah, download the anniversary update. So I think now it's pushing out to everybody. And then you have to have the latest drivers, you have to have the latest Windows, and then maybe you can download it from the Microsoft Store, That's the, which is the other problem. You have oh, to do it from the Microsoft Store. But after you do that, when it's all said and done, you can play a game on your Xbox One. When you're done with that, you can... Decide you want to play on your computer, you go there, it will sync your data, and it will start right where you're at. Okay. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, as far as it being an actual PC release, except a PC port, uh, they've been kind of iffy with uh, Quantum Break, which I think was their kickoff for it. Yeah, I think it was Record, it was and 3, which also was rough, but Gears of War 4, geez, Coalition outdid or stuff like that. Gears of War 4 is one of the most optimized PC releases I've ever seen since, like, I, th- I guess before that was Grand Theft Auto 5. Like, so many options you could do, it runs extremely well. And as long as they do that with all the uh, rest of their first party titles, uh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. But uh, it's it's extremely – like, again, I don't see why I need an Xbox One anymore. But that's for me. I know, like, me owning an Xbox One and being someone who has an high-end PC, that's a very small percentage of the market. Mm. It, yes, it is. But your your point is valid. Like, you, you don't need it anymore. And you're going to be able to streamline and – all their first-party games are going to be the Xbox Anywhere, so... So, my Xbox One is exactly what they want it to be. It's like, that's why I watch my Netflix on. <laughs> I stopped seeing the need to own an Xbox One about two months after I bought it, and I have a, had a day one edition, yeah. so... <laughs> but that being said, but now I, I could download all... I guess there is a reason now. It's like, it's my main Xbox platform. I could download yep. all my 360 games to start playing yeah. them, or at least most of them. Yeah. True enough. Yeah, I've got I've got a day one, and, um, I mean, that's my only console. I, I have a laptop, and it's an Apple, so it's like, I... As far as PC-wise, I am nowhere near where I need to be in that game. But it does the job for me. Um, unfortunately, there are some like first-party games on PlayStation, because I was a PlayStation guy, that if I want to play them, i gotta, I got to shell out the money. Like, you know, God of War 4 is coming out. It's mm-hmm. yeah, freaking amazing. That's like and the only game I'm looking forward to right now on the PlayStation. That's is, definitely the is, big one. Is God of War 4. That yeah. uh, Days Gone's looking interesting, at least. Uh, it's kind of... Yeah, I'm, intri- I'm, I'm so intrigued by that one. Days gone. I'm it's, intrigued. It's a how many zombies can we fit on the fucking screen simulator? Like, oh wait, no, no, no. I, is that that's Days Gone, right? That's or you're gone. thinking of uh, her, uh, Horizon th- Dawn? Her, Horizon Zero no, Dawn. Horizon Zero no. Dawn is looking good. I'm thinking the one too. with Norman Reedus. Oh, you're thinking about uh, oh. what Silent Hills? Which the, is, no, 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 no. no. He's, thinking, he's thinking about the one with the, oh. with the baby. Oh, the Norma's fetus. Oh, yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. The the Hideo Kojima. Why are you showing this? I can't wait till the video game awards where we get another. (laughs) Where we get another absolutely pointless like. He'll explain more about his logo. It's fine. Yeah, and he'll explain the logo and why he combined these two symbols to make this symbol and then throw a third symbol. That was funny. I feel like he's like and the logo unveil unveil and it's like. I like, Sweet, I just man. It it's like a, like the ultimate it's a skull and like troll. an astronaut helmet. Yeah. <laughs> so you went to University of Anting Tech like to talk to a freshman and they threw that together for you? Well, I, waited, I waited for him the next time to be like, oh, what I did is I took a light bulb and a fish. And it's like, wait a minute, that's the Mr. Sparkle logo. What the fuck are you doing here? Oh, Mr. Sparkle. Oh, Mr. Sparkle. 
I do um, enjoy the video game awards, though. I think Jeff does a, a freaking great job, but that's yeah. like his baby. It's his passion. Yeah, Kojima's going to be there, though, because he almost Jeff was giving eulogies when uh, Kojima was uh, yeah. let go from uh, Konami. Yeah. No, they're, they're BFFs. Yeah, definitely. Um, actually, speaking of, uh, I know we're talking to really game heavy on this stuff, but I figured why not? Because that's what you guys are doing for extra. Matt and I can go talk up. wrestling if you want. Oh no, we're, <laughs> we'll be diving into that, uh, the wrestling. So, but what I wanted to, before we dive into that, because um, I'm not sure how long I have you guys for. So, well, like 20 I've, minutes. Okay, we'll touch upon this real quick. This will be really easy. So, holiday season is coming up. Of course, a bunch of games are coming out. What are you most excited about game that you probably will pick up day one and you just have to name one game, what you're interested in, so... It's something coming before Christmas, essentially. Yeah, yeah basically, I would say probably... I would say what's coming out within the next, you know, two months okay. you know, that you're excited for, that you're like, hey, I saw this at 3 I'm I'm happy that it's coming out. What Shoot, I have to freaking to? remember what comes out. Well, that's fine. Nothing. 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 I, I have no intention of picking up any more games at this point, to the best of my knowledge, unless he points out something I'm forgetting, mm-hmm. uh, which is possible. I do tend to forget a lot of stuff. Now, um, my last – like, I, I have interest in Watch Dogs 2. Um, mm. it, it looks See, interesting. I'm, I don't, I'm, but, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm but I was burned as shit. But I was shit. burned by the first one. I was, yeah. we, were, I, I loved, we were all burned by the I first one. I love playing 10 hours – like, seriously, I have, not even a joke. I think I have 10 hours of playing poker in that game and maybe two hours doing anything up, else. Toby. And the thing – the reason why I think the game – failed is the character he's not likable i've know. heard the new one is likable and uh ubisoft did great marketing they had a bunch of different let's players come out and i watched a bunch of different vantage plays i watched the funhouse played i watched achievement hunter play and i watched kind of funny played so all from the let's play family and they all did such diametrically different things that it showed a versatility of the game that was actually really fascinating it's probably one of the best marketing things i've seen because it just showed a bunch of different personalities playing this game in a bunch of different ways and it actually yeah it, it, it actually it, that's what sold to be on it too, and I think it was uh, Max Gold of IGN's talking about. It's like, yeah, I went to the park. I uh, called the cops on just a park musician, and then I also called the gangs. I told him he was a snitch, and I watched the gangs and the cops come and start up a shootout. Oh, see, okay, like, see stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you say shit like that. I'm like, ah, I'm back in. But yeah, no, I think that I think the character was it was and I think, Aiden Pierce. Yeah, I'm wondering. Yeah. It, I'm wondering if it was that? like uh, I was wondering if it's UBI software because you just, did some you invested some time with the game. I wonder, if you, it's UBI, <laughs> I wonder if it's UBI software going like, look, we have a new idea. We don't know how it's going to take. Let's hype this up, push it back a little bit, because the same thing happened with Assassin's Creed. But then again, I loved Assassin's Creed. Yes, granted, the second one is a really great game. I love the hey, I love the original. I think it's tedious as hell, but I I enjoyed that. Oh, aspect. I, I, I enjoyed, enjoyed it, the story, yes. and I think Ubisoft does have a history of their first game because they're has, testing. It shows promise, or to the or it sucks and shows promise. And then the second one almost always almost always has blown it out of the water. Yeah. I mean, it happened with Far Cry pretty much. It happened with everything. Far Cry yeah. Two was a very different game. And but it was a very different but, game from any other Far yeah, Cry. Yeah, for sure. True, it's but a it's a great game. But, but it's, it's still for something under that series banner. Yeah. The first one was liked but not beloved. The second one is what turned that into like an actual popular franchise and pushed the whole thing forward. But you know, off Watch Dogs, like. Um, I just picked up World of Final Fantasy, and uh, he picked up Dragon Quest Builders, and those yes, are two of my top things okay. for the end of the year um, after playing them at PAX West. But, yeah, I'm trying to think, like, because Dishonored's coming out, but I could, I could give two shits about that. I, I, See, I, this is the thing. I, I this, hated the original. Well, this is the thing. I I picked up Dishonored, started playing, it was like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? And then I realized, oh, you're going to play this game a few times through. 
And when you first play it, you just have to play it how you're going to play it. Because when you go to do the replay, you're going to have all these different options to be able mm. to go through the game. And as soon as I started playing it like that, I fucking love it. And that's what everyone says to me. The problem was even before I had a child, I didn't have that investment in any game. Like you had to really get me into a game. So like going with the mindset of I'm probably only going to play this once. I have to do perfect stealth. And that was just too difficult for me yes. at the start of the game. It just broke me on it, and then it just started feeling sluggish, and I just ended up never finishing it. But uh, Dishonored 2 looks great, and I've been actually having a huge pull towards it, but I again, I'm not going to spend the money on it. Uh, what about you, Justin? Is there anything coming out still, you know? It sounds like everything I was waiting for is like, oh, we got pushed back to 2017. That's things like yeah. South Park got pushed back, right? Oh, did yep. it? Yes. Fuck! South Park, Horizon I got love, pushed back, too. I love Stick of Truth. No, Stick of Truth is an amazing game and Fractured Butthole. I mean... I can't know. wait. Like, I was <laughs> like... perfect. Because I think, the, yeah, the newest game I have is Gears of War 4, which I still... Uh, I'm actually... The funny part is I'm, I've been waiting because I actually like co-oping with you. I think that's the best way that... I mean, don't get me wrong. You play the game single player and it's great. Who, me? Oh, yeah, no. Oh. But, like, playing it, like, with another person or stuff yeah. like that and just, like, running through is just... I, but I love the Gears of War series, absolutely. That was a great franchise and stuff like that, so I'm excited for that. Titanfall 2, I did like the first one, even though I know the first one is multiplayer based but I am kind of waiting on... Because I want to... Titanfall... <laughs> Well, that was the other thing. They released their game within like the worst time frame. Well, it's ever. like it's EA that's doing it too. They just put out Battlefield. I know I think... that was such a horrible move by EA. I, but they and I like how they came out and they said, "Well, they're they're two different games for two different players." And it's like, no. but EA. Uh... <laughs> but this is the thing. EA has done that before. Guess what? They had uh, Kingdoms of Alamar came out. Great game if you haven't played it. I absolutely loved it. I hated it. that game. Oh, you did? Oh. Thought it was a fun game. But I loved the problem it. is, no advertisement, but they released that game a week before they released Mass, Mass Effect, Effect 3. 3. And it was like, why would you do that? I played Kingdom Zombler's demo Zombler. to unlock the uh, something a shocker the, weapon in Mass Effect 3 yeah. that I never yeah. played. I got, it was a one-hour time demo that you had to finish. I got half an hour into it and hated it so much that I just walked out of the room and just let it run out the time. Oh, man. And, again, everyone's told me it was a, a really good game, but I just like I just despised it so huh. much in that demo. Well, the only reason I could think about they did that, and uh, I think Brian Tano popped this up in um, IGN, like, saying, like, they're probably doing Battlefield and Titanfall together because them combined can put a dent in Call of Duty. Them alone can. Uh, I don't know. I, I did not buy the last Call of Duty game uh, or the last two Call of Duty games. The only reason why I played, I think, was it like Advanced War? Was that it? What Advanced was that? War. That was one of them. That was the one with, what's his face? Um, shit, shit, shit. Spacey, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. That was the only reason why I played it. Kevin Spacey was great in that game. Absolutely loved him. I thought he did a phenomenal job. But other than that, I was just like... To me, and the only reason why I think that they're putting this one out with the like pay seventy nine ninety nine and get you know the remastered version of four is mm -hmm. like well yeah because four was one of those games that made people buy a fucking system and it's like but to me I'm like I could just made me it. buy a three sixty did it yep I played it over we were doing uh, Christmas over at my then girlfriend's uh, family and her brother in law was playing it on his three sixty and I was like, What the fuck is this? <laughs> he was like, Oh, this is modern warfare and I'm like, You're playing with people right now? <laughs> he was like, Yeah. Well, and so I got to play a few rounds and I was hooked. I was yeah. That... Well, as far as the Call of Duty stuff, uh, Thaddeus, who was supposed to be with us originally, he's uh, you know part of my team, uh, helping us stream pretty much all day tomorrow, and he's gonna be the DM for our Dungeons Dragon thing. Nice. He picked up uh, uh, Infinite Warfare and was just going on so much. He's like, I'll bring it over to PS4 and we'll play it tonight. I'm like 
well, fucker, we're, we're setting up a, a stream, so no, we're not so going to be doing I'm that. I'm actually but... interested in Infinite Warfare just for the campaign alone, because like, it looks like it's a Wing Commander game, but with Call of Duty shoot mechanics. No, but that's like kind of how a lot of people are describing There's he, he said it was a breath of fresh air. It was a totally different okay. uh, uh, look for the Call of Duty series, and it was like a really awesome space game. Like yeah. He said it was a really a lot of fun and is like pushing the hell out of it. Uh, I picked it, up Black Ops 3, and I hadn't played since Black Ops 1. I couldn't hang. It, the game is so fast now. It's it's. It is. I pick up Black uh, Ops Three because I actually managed to get it for ten dollars. No, see that happened to me with Ghost. Like Ghost was like twelve bucks. I'm like, yeah, I need something for my Xbox One. I'm like, yeah, okay. I think I got. I like the dog aspect, and then other than that, I'm like, man. <laughs> Aside from like, um, I, I think I don't remember if it was a demo. It was like a convention or something. I like played. Uh, some Call of Duty game. I don't remember which one it was. I have only played one Call of Duty game for two hours, and that was uh, the original Modern Warfare, yeah. which I remember it was one of about 100 games you made me buy that I ended up not really I getting my, into. I think my favorite one, though, was World at War, which World actually War a lot of cool. people really hated, but I did like the fact that it did have the co-op mode of and like being That was the to... first iteration of Zombies we got. Yeah, so that was kind of fun. But I, I, mean, I logged a lot of hours in that game. Oh, I did too, with those, especially with the Zombies. Oh, you actually make a good point with Zombies. I, like, I... Same one, like World of War. Like, I kind of bashed that one, too, because the multiplayer was... I didn't enjoy the single player. Was but that's the thing, though. I like the single player, but I, I don't really play the multiplayer with Call of Duty because literally it's me running in, stabbing the first guy I see, and I'm like, all right, I'm done for the game because I'm just going to keep getting taken out. But I'm like, I killed one! Like That's how I am at Battlefield 1 right now, which also is a great game. Uh, I'm very intrigued by it. I am too because Target does this thing around the holiday season. It's happening right now. Oh, is it? The buy two get one free ends tomorrow. Oh, it ends to fucking fuck. I mean, they're gonna probably do another round of closer to the Black Friday. They they usually do it at least three times. Like, oh, I didn't know that because they did it for tabletop games and for uh, video games, and we picked up like three tabletop games the other day. Crap. I'm going to have to rethink my finances I, this month. My thing uh, that I hate about that is it doesn't apply to PC games, and I don't... Yeah. I personally... And since he plays on PC, and he's you know my best friend, and I like play stuff with him, like I, I'm like, I want to play Battlefield 1, but uh, Justin has it on PC. Uh, oh, I want to play this, but, you know, it's like... It, it, I keep running into that stupid issue, because, um, I, I don't... Like, Target has such a limited amount of PC stuff. And there's somewhat limited of boxed PC stuff anyways. Sorry, I just got a text from my co-host for uh, Longbox Gas, and he's, he just saw uh, Doctor Strange, said it was really good and stuff. But That's he, what I keep But hearing. he tells me, he goes, if you need it, he goes, you, he goes, if you see it, you need to watch it high, and in 3D, you'll lose your fucking loving mind. Well, uh, <laughs> Brian, who is... He knows me so well. Yeah, well, Brian, who's uh, technically, I think, still our director of marketing. I forget what the hell his title is, because yeah, whatever. Um, but he's... <laughs> He, he literally stopped, swung by to drop off his Xbox once we had a second one for yeah. Halo tomorrow. And he's like, all right, uh, me and my friends are going to go get high as fuck and go see Dr. Strange. So <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know how it was. Right. And it's, yeah. Um, sorry, yeah. I, had, I was just like, I was like, I got to read this text because it's funny. Uh, thank you, Kyle, for that. He knows me so well. Um, okay, shit. So, yeah. No, because I was thinking about I've been thinking about it, and I didn't even know what was going on because I did that last year where I got Tomb Raider, I think, Fallout 4, and oh, shit, oh the Assassin's Creed game. Uh, all games that I still need to beat. Yeah. Um, but uh, I did that the year beforehand and got like I, I got a couple of good ones. So I was like, okay, I like this deal, and it makes me be able to get three games, you know, at once. So I was thinking about games to get, and I'm like, well, I already have Gears of War four. 
Uh, Titanfall 2, I mentioned, everyone kind of cringed, so maybe I'll pull that off. I'm thinking maybe Dishonored 2, because no, I really enjoyed the well, first one. I say all Titanfall. I actually want it. It's just, I just bought Battlefield 1, and I don't feel anything. See, in Battlefield, I've never played a game. Like, I had Battlefield Bad Company 2, I think, uh, that was free for the Xbox. I haven't touched it yet, though. I was just, like, just kind of like, oh, I'll download this, you know, and everything mm-hmm. like that. Everyone's been raving about Battlefield 1, but I'm, like, afraid. I'm, like, okay, am I going to buy it because of the hype? And then jump in and be like, ugh. Oh, you're going to get your ass kicked. You're going to get your ass kicked. You're going to get fucking handed to you. Oh, I already know that. Well, is it all multiplayer? No, they actually... This is the first Battlefield that has a decent... Well, actually, I guess Bad Company... Well, it's the first player, of like but... these specific battlefields, not like Battlefield Back Company, not like the ones yeah. that are kind of extended things. I, I hear nothing but amazing things about this. The campaign's player. awesome. Yeah. Okay. It's like these. It's like was it like they're calling it vignettes or something like that or what? I forget. What, something what... like that. Like it's a uh, different war stories. Like one of them is essentially Fury the film. Uh, like you're following this group that it, are are tank engineers. Like they are in this tank going through, and you're just following them as they go through this part. And you follow that till the end of the story. But uh, there's like different ones. There's a there's a tank. There's a pilot. Um, I haven't got to the other ones. So I don't know what they are. But I think there's like five different regular stories plus the prologue. And the prologue's interesting. Like, yeah. Okay. You are meant to die, not prologue. Like there's no other way around it, and they do that on purpose to show you like just how brutal the war is. Yeah. Well, they've done that with uh, a couple of Call of Duties, I think, where you've played as a character, and then boom, next thing you know, you're dead, and then you pick up a new character. So I'm I'm kind of used to. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it that's the sad part with those kind of games. It kind of is like, all right, my my character died. I'm gonna play again. Well, I, uh, I guess with this one though, like I was fighting, fighting, fighting. Like I was running out of ammo. Like that's to the point I got when I ran out of ammo, searching for guns, and while that was happening, like just the whole squad was rolling in, and I just got. Kill man, like I stabbed and everything. I was like, oh man, just couldn't stop it. Oh, and then it's oh okay, so it the switches to a different soldier. Oh, okay, that's kind of okay. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was like one of those things where it's like like oh, I think it was like Halo Reach at the end where you're just like kill as many things as possible, it but does you're that, gonna but die. You are going to die. It does that, but it switches <laughs> over, puts you in another possible situation. So you just realize that, like you can't win in this war. Ah, nice. I like that. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, so I know you guys have to dip fun. out soon. Yes. But... Oh, wait. Games I'm excited for. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah sorry. We, Go for it. We can stay a little bit longer. Uh, so uh, I was about to back. say, welcome to the show. This is what we do. Uh... We were only dipping out. Uh, one to set up stuff, but my wife was going to make us a nice dinner and things like that. Nice. She, she wanted oh, to like, yeah, c- so... celebrate things like that. Yeah, she's still out drinking with friends. So, uh, <laughs> okay, we're, now. So, we're, so, we're, so, we're, so we actually are going to have to figure out dinner. I, our I, will, I will have to ask this question before you ask what you're excited <laughs> for. Is she out drinking because of the Sunday thing or is she out drinking because she planned she, this? She, she does Friday happy hour with okay. her coworkers. <laughs> they just usually are home well before this, but she's probably imagining I'm going to get caught up on this podcast and forget to come home. She knows <laughs> us so well. Yes, she she has it, I mean, it is okay. usually what happens. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, so a game you might be excited for. for now this is lame. Uh... <laughs> Almost, I want to play Last Guardian just so I can say I played the Last Guardian finally. But honestly, uh, yep, Final Fantasy 15 is coming out. Like, it is. I keep yeah. forgetting that. I canceled my pre-order. You did. Well, thing is, yeah, like, I don't know. 14. Are they? Are they? We have an open world with this one, or 15? no? Kind of. Quasi. It's like, is expanded open world. I, I got to play 15 at PAX East. Like I got to play from the beginning. West. West sorry. Thank you. The good one. It used to be from Prime. Music burn. Matthew and I don't condone anything about PAX because we've never been. So <laughs> I've only been the West, therefore it's the best. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, there we go. But they let me play from the beginning until for a full hour, how long I can get through. And uh, I see why they definitely delayed it, but at the same time, I want to keep playing it. Okay. Well, I think the thing I said, I think I said actually when I was last on the show with you guys, I was sitting behind him. He's playing on PS4. A guy right next to him was on an Xbox One, and the visuals were so 
drastically different. Like the, the Xbox One version looked like a 360 game, like a little bit better. It looked like a sl- and it was, but it was poorly optimized for both systems. Things were loading in weirdly. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of aspects, but as far as the open world thing, the game starts open and then it's supposed to narrow Let down. That's okay. the opposite of 13. Yeah, I think that was the yeah. yeah okay yeah that was the problem I had with 13 because I didn't even finish 13. I ended up getting it for 360. I watched uh, an ex play it. And she literally got to the part where it was like almost the end, and uh, then she's like, "Oh, now I could." It's like the tutorial's over, and now you can play the game. And I was all like, "Oh, fuck that!" Like I was your twenty-hour tutorial or thirty-hour. Yeah, I like how Eric. Then uh, Eric, he's in the chat room right now. Uh, hi, Eric. But he hi, put Eric. it. He's like the last Final Fantasy game I played was eight, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." That's mm-hmm. my favorite. <laughs> Why? <laughs> eight was shit. It was I'm my first sorry. one. It was my first Final Fantasy game. My second RPG ever. And I love the shit out of that. I, I love every aspect. I love the combat. I think that is one of... Uh, that That's the game that ter- taught me how to play RPGs, actually. I Granted, got, I used a Game Shark, game. and I used a Game Shark, went to the debug room, and just gave myself everything from the start because I was terrible at RPGs. But I loved that story. It's, that game is the reason why I uh, got into Kingdom Hearts because a lot of the Final Fantasy VIII characters are in Kingdom Hearts. We're in Kingdom Hearts, yeah. Uh, I got I deep that. into the card game in Final Fantasy VIII. Same thing that's, for okay, well, yeah, yeah, Eric, Eric, that's his thing. Eric says the card, the card game, game was boss. Yeah. The yeah. Car- it, 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 it'll go game. down in history in the top three best mini games ever in video gaming. I think Final Fantasy has been trying to reclaim a card game or something for their mini games. Ever since then, they've been trying to match that, and they've just never come close. It's, it's too bad. Witcher three beat them with Gwen. No, Gwen. I mean, look. And we're getting a standalone well, Gwen, here. It, it was so good. We're getting a standalone. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. Triple I don't want to play standalone. No. I just played it at Witcher three. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, mean, I, I, have, a, I, have, a, I have a hateful passion for Final Fantasy eight. Um, just because mm. it's like I, no, no. That's why I was like, I was like, because I always hear people like, oh, it's so great. I'm like, why? Oh, see, I've never actually heard a positive thing about it from anyone other than myself. Oh, and, no, and, had... the ki- and the kid in high school told me to go to play it. No, I'm like, look, if people got enjoyment out of that, I'm sorry, I just got to a certain point where the woman was like, the evil woman was like, I'm not really a bad witch. I'm being controlled by another witch in another dimension. I'm like, fuck you. I'm like, literally, all you did was focus on graphics. You had a you had a magic hat where you just pulled out ideas from fans and go, we'll just put these together. Hey. I had a I had an action figure of Zell that turned out to be a statuette that I for some reason threw in the garbage and I'm still upset about to this day. Zell, Zell. was that the guy who had the, the face blonde tattoo? with the face tattoo? Oh, that guy was a piece of shit too. He was... I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at now. Sorry. That's... I actually remember almost nothing about the game at this point. No, so. you're you're good. I just I just like that's the problem. I have this like just hatred for it. So every time it's like that'll be my like my downfall where like in life it'll be like that. Con, you know, uh, Star Trek, you know, the Wrath of Khan will be the Wrath of Final Fantasy VIII, and at the end, I'll just like, hey! uh, No, I, look, if people got enjoyment out of that, that's great, but like, I just know for me, I think it just burned me and rubbed yeah. me the wrong way. That's why I was very hesitant to get Final Fantasy IX when it came out the, a couple of years later. I was like, I'm like, you fooled me once. But then nine went back like to all the basics and all the classics. It did. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed nine, and then ten, I kind of fucked myself because. Then I started playing it, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then I got the player's guide, and it was all, like, realizing I mapped everything wrong. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Yeah, 10 was the last one I played. I was, like, so angry with that with one. The, uh, with the, uh... 10-2 was the last one I played in earnest. With the, the Thunderball? Blitzball. 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 Yeah. Well, Blitzball, I probably sunk 100 hours into that. I spent so much time in Blitzball. Oh, man. I tried to, with the remaster, to play Blitzball again. And yeah. it was like, you can't go home again kind of situation. It was just like... Nope, this is too sluggish. This is too slow. Like, how did I sink a hundred 
50 hours into this well mode. i mean no when matter. i was a kid like yeah yeah i was just like first of all i, I got the ps the yeah the ps2 and uh that game came i had to get it just because it was freaking gorgeous and oh, like yeah. finally had a ps2 and came across you know we go to the big the big city whatever mm-hmm. whatever the fuck the name of the city is uh, i can't remember ten, yeah i don't even know i don't remember I didn't and then touch you the get you one, yeah. you open the blitz ball part and I was yeah. just like uh yeah I'm gonna fucking run around this like internal like arena and just knock people out. No, I loved oh, the hell man. of that. And then uh, spending your time like going roaming the countryside, recruiting players, yeah, trying to get the special cool. players, starting to get all that stuff, trying to get the moves, train them. It was a very deep, if simple somehow, game. That was a different time too, because like the cat's going ape shit, right? Yeah. I wasn't old enough to make my own money to buy games, mm-hmm. so like the games I got, I had to be very calculated on the games I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because my it wasn't like I could just be like, hey, mom and dad, I want to grab this. Yeah. Like, it was around like birthday or Christmas or you know if randomly like uh, I would come home and my mom would be like, hey, I got you a new game and it'd be like because something she heard me talk about and shit. Mm-hmm. So that was cool, but. I remember Final Fantasy. I was, I, uh, I asked for that for Christmas and got it. Yeah, and then I, I think did. that was a, a winter release too. Might have been. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I remember when I got my PlayStation Two. I think it was for Grand Theft Auto Three. Oh, then, I did get. I had then, that game. And then Final Fantasy Ten came out, and I was like, okay, I gotta get this because it's like I need to jump into an That's RPG. A magical time where you can actually go to a store and play it on the kiosk. You could. Oh my god, yeah. And it wasn't like a demo. You played the game, and you could just stand there for hours. <laughs> I yeah. think that's what sold me on the Sega Dreamcast was they were able to go into the Best Buy yeah. and play that. That was such a good system. It blows my mind that Dreamcast really only had a lifespan of like 18 months. Yeah. It's really hard to remember that. Like in, in, in the time, I had a Dreamcast I felt... and I loved the fuck out Same. of it. Same. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I took my VMU, I, I, my Chow, whatever, yeah, every yeah. freaking <laughs> where I went. I played the shit out of that thing. And it, it blows my mind, like, thinking back when somebody's like said to me recently, like, or I was watching something, like, talking about the Dreamcast lifespan. I'm like, it was what now? I, I, yeah. I was like, how is that even what? <laughs> like, it doesn't it doesn't process. I, like, I think I owned almost every single game that Dreamcast yeah, I had ever a big, released. Power Stone. Yeah, there's a Power Stone. Uh, Sonic. Sonic Adventures. Yeah. Fucking NFL 2K. Uh, Shemu. Oh, Shemu. It was whatever Shemu. WWE game was on that I know I, I owned. Shemu was, was like one of the Crazy like, Taxi. Yeah, Crazy Taxi. Uh, oh, I even had Soul the, Calibur. Yeah, Soul Calibur. I even had the Spawn game that was actually by Capcom, which was like I an art. That. It was so good because it was like an arcade game, and you could play with two people or four, and you just go around and kill a bunch of bosses and yep. just keep unlocking characters. Like oh, they had a Berserk was, game. Forgot about that. Yeah, too. the Berserk game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had like that's yeah, the thing. Like, like to me, the Dreamcast man. felt like a it was an it was a it was a it was an arcade system in your yeah. home. Yeah. Like they had so many great like arcade classics that you could play, like the Marvel versus Capcom, uh, yeah. and just all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I had a big selection of those yeah. games. Even Seaman was actually really fun. Yeah, that game was interesting. Game. I still have that like in the box and everything. Nice. So, but yeah, Dreamcast with was the just, microphone and all that. That's how I learned how I shared uh, I shared a birthday with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, so, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, that's that's crazy. Just that's like the Dreamcast was only like eighteen months. I mean, like yeah, piracy had to kill, be a big part of killing that thing because literally all you have sure. to do is copy a game on a disc. You don't need anything else. You pop it in and it plays. Yeah. Ah, Sega, we knew you. Did you guys watch Hell in a Cell? I did not watch Hell in a Cell, but I've been watching wrestling since, and he's. I fell him off of it again. 
Yeah, you what? I have a love-hate relationship with wrestling. He watches it in ch- like in times now and again, but not really, you know? Okay, okay. Yeah, but Steve I, came I, over I, and we watched Tone of Cell. That's uh, right, brother. It's time for the Wrestling Smackdown News of the Week with... You just had that one prepared every episode, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I had to make a sound drop. It drop. I got excited about um, it. But yes... Yeah, I, I invited Steve over to come and watch Hell in a Cell, and uh, he did. He came over and he watched it. Um, we didn't really get to talk about it too much because uh, it was like – Yeah, it was a Sunday night, so I, I know I bounced, and then we didn't really talk about it yeah. throughout the entire so week. So I'm intrigued to hear your thoughts about – I enjoyed it. A lot of stuff has changed since the last time I've seen wrestling. Like new weapons have been introduced that I didn't know about. I remember the chair, the table, but now there's chains fire extinguishers i was like what the fuck is going nice, on nice. it's like a new um, game <laughs> yeah it really was uh, i was excited about that i i think your wife's commentary was hilarious throughout yeah, the show megan does um, get down on commentary but yeah there was a lot of cool things now the only thing that uh i thought was funny was uh some of the matchups so it was like the like the one i was very confused by because i know there's like the one-on-one there was the two-on-two but then there was like that team of three against two oh, but technically so the new day yeah the, yeah and they don't even yeah see this is how bad i am with wrestling i don't even know no, no you're good you're fine but yeah the one like i guess they switch off yeah so uh that i thought that was interesting so it literally was just like you're not wrestling tonight but you get to hold this to trombone and yell at people uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah yeah xavier kind of woods uh, i got excited because uh sheamus yeah. Uh, the guy who played uh, Rocksteady in the new uh, uh, in the Ninja Turtle movies, I got to see him. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's the guy from that. I didn't realize how pale that motherfucker was. Uh, he's actually uh, tan compared to how he used to be when he. Oh de- really? No, when he debuted and the flash bulbs went off, it was yeah. you had to look away from the TV. No, the light, was, the light doesn't reflect off Sheamus. It comes from him. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, see, I'm colorblind, so he probably looked a lot whiter to me than a lot of people. But I was just like, oh, there's. I was like, oh, there's. And then really, I was just like, I kind of just want to see Bebop and Rocksteady, you know, uh, throwing yeah. SmackDown down. Right. So, Eric, uh, Matthew, what were you most excited for in this matchup of Hell in a Cell? Oh, obviously it was the Charlotte versus Sasha in the Cell. Mm-hmm. Which was bullshit in the beginning. Um, you know what? Now, after watching it and thinking about it, um, I I wasn't too disappointed by the match. In, in the moment, I felt like I, I went into it biased because the last Hell in a Cell match we really saw was uh, Shane McMahon versus Undertaker. Yep. And when Shane dropped off the top of the the cell onto the announcer's table, that was just that moment was just like holy shit. Yeah. So obviously I didn't want uh, Charlotte doing like a fucking moonsault or something off the top of the cell, but I wanted something that was like holy shit. You wanted the holy shit moment or the, the oh my god moment, as, as WWE likes to call it. You right. That, you wanted that big like set piece moment. I I think the match was good. Um, and I heard that Vince actually changed his mind about who he wanted to win the day of the match. That Yeah, I've heard that as well. So after hearing that and re- actually re-watching it with Megan, we, we think we identified the, the point where they were like, okay, this is where we're going to switch. Yep. It's when Sasha puts up the table in the corner and uh, they're on the opposite end. Yeah, that's uh, this is what I think it is. And like Charlotte's sitting on the thing, Sasha gets her up and like she's going to go over and, and and slam her down, but Charlotte breaks out of it, turns around and throws Sasha into it. But um that was the match I, I most wanted to see. 
That, well, I mean, it was the first women's Hell in a Cell match in WWE. It was, yeah. I mean, it was. And a, I'm a huge fan of the women's division. Same here. I, I think that was definitely a, a big deal. And in general, the Hell in a Cell card didn't really impress me enough to really look into it. And I was going to watch it, but the person who um, I steal the WWE network finally actually remembered to cancel their account. Oh, so, nice. You know, that there went that. I am waiting for Survivor Series. Like, I'm excited for that. I'm probably going to resubscribe, though that's mostly for TakeOver uh, Toronto. There we go. The next day. There we go. Um, Survivor, yeah, Survivor Series is going to be interesting. Uh, Raw and SmackDown have been been intriguing to I've see. I've been having they're difficulty announcing. watching them, have but they're, they're, they're definitely good. I think SmackDown is definitely the winner. Raw is just, oh, too, absolutely. Raw is just too long of a show. I and thoroughly agree. It's too long of a show. They don't know what they're really doing, and they keep the Hulu version at least keeps like removing all the shit I care about in the first mm. place. So like Bailey is never on the Hulu version. And Oh, that's a bummer. Um, and yeah, Hulu has stuff. a tendency of doing that. We're just well, removing stuff. Well, the Hulu version, so okay. Raw is a three hour show. Yes. The Hulu version is a 90 minute show. Okay. So they just uh, give you the highlights. They give you the highlights, but like SmackDown is also a 90 minute show, but SmackDown is also only a two hour show. Yeah. So it's a far less is removed. Like SmackDown removes one match or something like oh, that, okay. or one backstage segment in a match. Raw removes literally a whole section of the show, a massive section of it. So, yeah, you, you could watch it for two months and be like, I thought Bailey worked for this company, or I thought, like, the New Day didn't appear on the Hulu version for uh, two or three weeks, and they're the tag team champions oh, because geez. they just, their section was considered less Not, crucial, yeah. I guess, or they weren't in a big enough storyline. I don't really know how that's edited or how it's decided, but it's, it's such a weird thing. Okay. I mean, I can't complain. I don't play pay for Hulu either anymore. So. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, but I. I dove back into wrestling with this huge match and it was different for me because I was like shit I don't know any of these people I know a couple of people just from they, I was able to pick out you know the, I was like oh the Undertaker oh that was the guy that I remember seeing and now like he kind of runs uh, the the area but it was just kind of oh no you're talking Mick Foley you're oh, talking Mick Foley. Mick yeah, Foley. Mick Foley. yeah he's, he's GM of Raw right now so I thought it was funny but in the beginning of the, the women's division match right off the bat of course uh, the bell didn't ring Somebody started beating the crap out of somebody. In yeah, the Charlotte yeah, went Charlotte. after uh, Sasha. Yeah, and then so it was kind of funny because interesting, like they did what they did. You're thinking, okay, obviously she's gonna come back and win after you know the the false you know kind of lead in, and then it kind of turned out that no, she's not winning. This person gets about. So do you think this is like a bigger storyline that's gonna be happening now? I want to know your takes on this because you were very excited for this matchup. Uh, yeah, so what I think is going to happen now is I think Bailey is going to be uh, surpassing Sh uh, Sasha to go after Charlotte. Um, I think Sasha is going to take a step back for a little bit. Um, I think Nia Jax is going to come into play here coming up she soon. She needs to at some point because they, she's not being used at all. Like, again, she, she's, she's, not, not, she's not been on the Hulu version since uh, since the draft. So Nia Jax dropped off for probably two or three weeks. They just bought her back because this week on Raw, uh, Charlotte was talking about the match, saying, you know, props to Sasha, good competitor. Um, started talking shit about Bailey. Bailey came out, and uh, Charlotte was like, all right, yeah, you want a match? Like, you got to go after this person to come after me. And that person was Nia Jax. Nia Jax freaking obliterated by uh, Bailey, but I think Bailey's going to keep on moving on up and it's going to be Bailey Charlotte next. We'll see what happens with uh, Sasha, but Raw needs more women, man. They have like nobody. It's really limited. It's crazy kind of thing. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of, um, 
Usually NXT only pulls up, uh, was it right after, at WrestleMania? At, right, right after yeah. WrestleMania, and then sometime later in the year, usually. Uh, SummerSlam-ish is kind of when they, they pull up from. I feel like we're going to be getting uh, New Year's Day kind of thing. They're going to have yeah. to pull some women up and maybe some other people as well. So there's a I'm lot just of intrigued if, well. like, I, I want I want trades to happen. Like, I, I love Sami Zayn. He's one of my dudes, but he's underutilized right now. I want oh, him yeah. to go over to, to SmackDown because I feel like he can really dominate and do some good stuff over there um there's been some talks about maybe the miz getting switched over to raw um i think he's there utilized he's one of the best things about smackdown he's oh, being utilized he's, so he's so good the miz i think people are finally it took years finally this year truly realizing how amazing that man is on the mic and he's that great he, and that he's actually a, a pretty decent wrestler i'm surprised by alexa bliss she is, she is great on the mic. She's amazing on the mic. I knew she was really good in NXT, but like since she got the SmackDown, she's been well. When ass. she went when she went heel, yeah, that's like she's yeah. really really embraced that she's heel got role. Good ener- she's well. The thing is, she was always very energetic, but she, she was goody goody energetic yeah. in NXT. Uh, towards like the last year of her time at NXT, they really brought her over to the heel side of things, and uh, uh, SmackDown with feuding with like Becky and stuff like that really yeah. brought that out with her and showed that. This like diminutive little like tiny little girl she is, essentially. She, I mean, she she's tiny. tiny. I mean, she is tiny. Can can talk uh, amazingly on the mic, yeah. and then also can back it up pretty damn well in the ring. She needs a little bit some more work, but she's she's up there. I like her outfit choices too. Like she she's dressed up as Harley Quinn. She dressed up as a variation of Freddy Krueger recently. Well, the Freddy Krueger thing is uh that's from NXT. Like is they, it? They did um, what is it? I want to say NXT did um an October takeover special and a lot of people on the roster kind of did some dressing up thing. And oh, she was, cool. with, she was with, um, uh, Murphy, Blake and Murphy was who she was essentially managing. And they okay. did like a Freddy Krueger kind of thing. And it oh, was, cool. it was weird as shit, honestly, really? but, but she's kind of continued moving that forward. It, yeah. I, I've been digging it, but, um, no, I, I was happy Steve came over and watched it because I, I talk about this shit I have for like the last however many months. And, um, it's been one-sided, so it, I was happy you came over and at least indulged. And Megan made you food, and uh, yeah, which was really, really good. Yeah, Some we had a good, we had a good time. So yeah, it was fun. It was, cool. uh, it, was it was cool. It was just funny though because you would say stuff, and then Megan would be like, "Yeah, you didn't see that coming." Like, I just think your wife's comment well, was just great. My whole thing is like, I mean, I I watch it and I enjoy it, and like I'm just I I just it's part of me. I just like yeah. it. Yeah, you just enjoy it because you enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Well. She watches it, enjoys it, but she, she's like, oh, this is going to happen. Yeah. And then it happens. And part of it's like, quit fucking sending them emails and, like, telling them what to do for the matches. So, like, we like to kid and joke that way. But she, I don't know, she just, she watches it and she's like, yeah, this is going to happen. This, yeah, this, this it, is was, gonna happen. it was pretty funny because, like, 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 I don't know if, like, you were just, like, like surprised about it or whatnot, but I'm all like – two beers in and i kind of knew like this was like going that way like i'm like what are you what are you on like <laughs> can i have some of that he i want to be in your world i just he's in the moment of I, things yeah i just but like, i did i did enjoy it though i think everyone does a really good job and whether or not people will be like i mean like as much as people be like oh wrestling is fake and some of that i don't know if it is or not because i'm like you have to fucking know how well, to pull off it, how I, the okay it's it's predetermined. Yes. Yeah, it's predetermined, but it's, you you have to know how to land some of these moves. Because well, I saw guys doing shit that I was like, oh, you fucking timed that. Perfectly. Well, yeah, you have to know how to land something so that you don't get hurt. Hence, how like Finn Balor got hurt, you yep. know, a few months back. Because when something goes wrong, I mean, um, 
you know, even people who know what they're doing, there's some wrestlers who fight stiff, and there's, you know, a lot of different things, a lot of factors involved. So, yes, it's fake in the sense that it's a predetermined thing, but there's still an a-, a massive amount of, of uh, oh, yeah. athleticism that goes into this. Yeah, they're hardcore athletes. Oh, no, they uh, – the sports entertainment. Yeah, yeah. No, they, yeah. Entertainment. they did some shit that I was like, yeah, there's no, like, okay, you're choreographing on this. Because there was – I'm trying to remember what it was. It was, like, literally someone threw someone in the ropes. They dodged. They came back. Well, and then literally it was, like, both of them came out of each other and, like, nailed each other at the same time. I'm guessing a cruiserweight match. Because cruiserweight matches are like, usually yes. the most choreographed. Yeah, kind of cruiserweight matches are cool because there's very, like, aerodynamic, like, mm-hmm. acrobatics yeah. and, and mm-hmm. things like that. A lot of stuff so, involved. Like, but, yeah, no, I, I was very entertained. And for someone who hasn't, like, seen wrestling since probably back in, like, I want to say, like, 1998 is when I like, yeah. dropped off. Yep. Well, Survivor Series the next one, so maybe I'll have a little group outing in my house. I think that would be fun. That'd be cool. We'll do some, we could do some barbecue or something. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bring something like to, you know, because I was about to say we, we do we do yearly parties for both Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. I was gonna invite you guys over for that anyway. Oh, so. solid, perfect. Yeah. yeah so, but Survivor Series, you do something, let me know. I, yeah, absolutely, I will. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, I, uh, before I let uh, Josh and Justin uh, head off to. Big up their big plan for tomorrow for their 25 hours streaming and everything like that. Uh, where oh, can they find you guys? Great. Okay, again, yeah, find us constantcalibrating.com, main place. Uh, con- fa- Facebook.com slash constantcalibrating, Twitter at concalpod, uh, YouTube.com slash concalpod, Twitch.tv slash constantcalibrating, and for information on our extra life stuff, our whole schedule, I keep updating it as we go. Just love a little image there. Const- oh, shit, it's actually not updated. I got to go do that uh, when we get home. <laughs> I, I, I've changed, we changed the whole schedule oh, last no, you're night. Oh, no, you good, yeah. Uh, slash extra life. Okay. Uh, also, I'm probably going to ask you, go ahead and send me that in a Facebook uh, like chat that we were having. Sure. With the link. Uh, I'll post that on Facebook pages, Arcade Bros, sure. all that kind of stuff, so people can find you guys. Uh, if they're looking for you guys in general after the stream thing, like they just want to follow you, you guys have Twitters? Yep. And... Uh, at Bear Punch is mine. And you can find my Twitter, my YouTube, and my uh, Twitch at the Agent Gamer. It's Agent with the E. I know it doesn't feel natural at first, but just jamming up in there, you'll feel good in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That is awesome. <laughs> Uh, but I want to thank you guys for coming out. And go. don't forget to go check out their stream. If you have some money you want to donate, they're giving away prizes. There's going to be a bunch of different people coming in and out of their 24-hour live stream. And Extra Life, yeah, you're helping out children, so why not? Seriously, five bucks. $5 donation is all you need to be entered. $5 donation, follow twitch.tv slash constant calibrating, and be there when we do a giveaway. Yeah, I mean, um, if you can't donate, your social currency to help us uh, get out there. But... Definitely greatly valued as yep, well. Absolutely. Bring awareness to the situation and just to extra life in general. Or yep. just donate bitcoins. You know, whatever. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Twitch bits. Twitch bit. Is that the new one? Twi- well, Twitch does their own oh, thing for they? streamers. We're not active because we're not we're not partners. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. It's really hard to do that. I think, uh, what's her face, was trying to do that. Uh, Kira? She's been trying. Did she finally get that or no yet? Uh, I, th- I think she did. Okay, she worked yeah. pretty hard. She though. worked pretty hard. Give us a few too. months. We'll be there. Oh, no. I guarantee you guys. You guys will be there before. Before It'll be like about 2000, probably like, I would say probably 28. Or it'll be like, hey, I'm finally twitching. Um, now we'll just. 2028? <laughs> yeah, 2028 is where I'm probably going to be. Uh, no, that's going to be florgansploof.com. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, dude, Twitch is probably going to be long gone by then. but Florgaltube. <laughs> No, but I uh, love Frogel too. We'll teach no, no S. Mooney Jr. <laughs> on Frogel too. I really wish I could rename the episode now to that. Uh, no, Steve, we'll we'll teach you how to stream, and we'll just have you know Arcade Bros be a segment on constant calibrating. We'll hey, collaborative I things. am fine with that because uh, I need I need to learn. I'm like a Padawan trying to learn the Force. 
but yeah, thank you guys for coming out. We're gonna take a short break, and then Matthew and I will be back. But we want to let these guys go hide because they got a big, big day tomorrow. And I know it takes a lot. So remember to drink a lot of Gatorade, get some energy drinks. uh, Make sure you got be hydrated. Our our fridge is filled with plenty of uh, options, and my wife is for whatever reason being awesome and making us food for the whole day. Perfect. Very nice of her. Perfect. So, uh, but yeah, so I want to thank you. Shout out to your wife on that. Yes. (laughs) Remember that. I'm literally working on plans for the gifts I can get her once this is done. Yes, buddy. Yes, buddy. And think about it. You only need that for one day out of the year, and then you can just (laughs) spoil her for the rest of the year. So, Um, But, yeah, so thank you guys for coming on. You're always welcome back. Uh, Hopefully... uh, when you're when you're heading back to your homeland, you have a good safe trip and everything. <laughs> yeah. Back, so, um, but yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we'll take a short break. Uh, this break is brought to you by Amazon.com. Of course, go to the Sasquatch.net. Click on that Amazon banner and shop like you normally do. So, Matthew, you're going to hit us with some cool tracks, so we can let these gentlemen get on their way. Okay. Bye. And thank you so much. It was fun. Woo.
during the break uh of course thank you <laughs> excuse me <laughs> no you're good uh we're probably gonna wrap this up pretty soon but we do want to touch upon a couple of things that matthew and i did watch this week of course uh matthew and i are balls deep balls I, think deep dude. I, I think it's balls deep <laughs> is the correct term to say balls uh, to the walls with, with, balls uh, deep balls in my face whoa Westworld's balls are in my face. Yeah, Westworld. So this this is the thing that I thought was funny. Matthew hits uh, right before we started the show. Matthew's all like, "There's an orgy in Westworld. I must have missed that." And I'm like, "Yeah, everyone was painted gold. How did you miss that?" Uh, I th- I think I just wasn't in the right headspace at the time. Because let's be honest, we all know me. I like I like some crazy, wild, and crazy things. So I think I would have been like, "Oh yeah." I remember the OG. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Westworld is, uh, I think it's going great. Uh, I did see a couple of news articles where people are like, oh, Westworld's like a really mediocre video game or something like that, but I don't know. I really what? enjoy it. I don't know. There's been, it's so weird. Like, I'm starting to believe anything that I like, everybody hates or something like that. Oh, so, dude, that's just life. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, yeah, but Westworld. I just haven't point. seen a lot of hate about it, though. So, a uh, really big uh, turning point in the show is the fact that a character was killed. Yes. And then the character was alive. What? Again, and then there's this thing that I'm thinking about different timelines that are going on right now. So, when are all this stuff is actually happening? And I don't know if they're going to touch upon that or if it's all happening at the same time. But, which is crazy because that just adds another layer onto the many fucking layers that we have on this show. So if there is different times that um, 
are intertwining on all this. Like, fuck, here we go again. Like, yeah. So, like I said, it's definitely, it's definitely, you're getting your dead wood mixed with lost with this, with this show. That's the best way I could describe it. And what, and I didn't really see much of Deadwood, but I just assuming with just because of the cowboys. Because the western. That, yeah, I heard good things about uh, Deadwood. Never watched it, but. Um, this, I heard this Ian, show? Ian McShane in that show though. Deadwood is fucking top amazing. notch. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. My parents have been, of course. Dude, the fact that everyone keeps calling everybody cocksucker in that show, I'm like, I'm on board. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Westworld is definitely okay. So the biggest thing. So, um, oh, I always keep forgetting his name. Anthony Hopkins finally runs into shit. What's the, the crazy guy's character? Basically, the guy who's trying to finish the game. Um, the man in black. Man in black. Uh, I forget the actor who plays him though. I'm trying to. Uh, Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Thank you. I always keep forgetting it. Like Pat doesn't see the show. He's like Ed Harris. Like I just <laughs> I just say psychopath guy, and Patrick's like Ed Harris. Like he knows. <laughs> nice. Uh, <clears throat> So they finally sit down. They're at a bar. Uh, they're finally doing that. He shows up. Uh, the you know pretty much the owner of this entire thing. And it was kind of interesting to see like that, you know, like be like, yeah, you can pretty much do what you want to do, you know, kind of thing. But of course, he's like, what if I wanted to kill you right now? And right like at the drop of a hat, like the robot was like, boom. Yeah. No. Yep. And you're like, oh uh, yeah, like, he like he's protected. He's fucking protected. And I'm like, that's kind of cool where he can kind of be like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. He's yeah. like, you can do whatever the fuck you want because you give me a shit ton of money. But I run this. Like, I'm the fucking Walt Disney of this entire yeah. entire area. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, um, um, okay, so the beginning, I, I'm going to go back to the beginning credits when it opens up and it has that girl on the horse. That's the fucking girl that's the robot right now that's rogue. Dolores? Yeah, Dolores. Yeah, that's uh, Evan Rachel Wood's character. And she is the oldest host within the park. And, uh, yeah, she's she's kind of going rogue right now. She's... She's literally gaining consciousness, like she is, and I think that has to do with the, um, what's his name? Aaron. Is it Aaron or is it Aaron? I thought it was Aaron. Albert. Andrew. Oh, maybe it's Andrew. We did this last time, dude. We I'm, did the I'm, same you know exact what? fucking. I'm thing. going with. I'm going with Aaron. So, um, I think, I think he is giving her consciousness. Now, do you think like like they said like him, you know, dying, but he probably uploaded his, you know, brain his waves brain, and everything right. that into the park, so he's able to kind of dip into different, you know, pretty much androids and because she hears thing. voices and it's like remember, like keeps on telling you to remember things. So and yeah, that... in this episode, she kept seeing herself. Yeah, like doing shit, and you're like, okay, is he trying to like, pretty so? And of course, all this stuff is pretty much happening. Around this new storyline that Anthony Hopkins' character kind of created, uh, and it has to deal with pretty much this kind of church that you do keep seeing in flashbacks. But of course, when we saw the church, it looked like it was buried. Mm -hmm. So it's like this new right. thing that's going on. So I'm still kind of curious what uh, you know the man in black's like. You know, he's getting closer and closer. Well, not I wouldn't say closer, but he is getting a step closer. He's, he's to, getting there to his goal or whatnot, and he's kind of and Anthony Hopkins' character is kind of letting him like kind of play this out which is kind of interesting so uh now i'm kind of curious with the man in black now do you think he has any relations with maybe the old uh you know his his old partner and of course because this guy seems like he's invested a shit ton of money into doing this he may um i'm not going to to count it out he obviously is a a key component within this whole thing, being that he's been in the park for thirty years. Um, it may come that we learn that he's actually 
a third partner. I don't know. I don't know. Because there's something that he said, because, like, he was sitting down, and I call him the vacationers. I think we touched upon this a little bit last week, but a guy came up to him going, like, hey, like, he recognized. Yeah. And yeah. Like, oh, hey, I want to tell you about, like, oh, I want to thank you for this foundation that you've done, and it really helped my sister. And then literally he just cuts him off kind of like, fuck off, I'm on vacation kind of thing, like, go the fuck away. Right. So you're kind of like, okay, so he does good work outside of the park, obviously, but there's, like, he's, like, obsessed with this, you know, Westworld kind of thing. The other thing that was interesting with the robot that went rogue that kind of smashed its head in the the old prospector, the wood cutter. Oh, Arnold. Okay. Well, I was closer than A. We were. Uh, Fuck, man. Arnold. we got to remember that. that. I really need to start just taking notes when I watch this fucking show. Uh, the problem is, is I see it on Sunday, which is so weird because the show has so much stuff going on. I think I'm just losing my memory at this point. Uh, but like Game of Thrones, I can re- we can remember shit. I'm like, oh, this is – but I'm wondering, is it because like I remember the first season of Game of Thrones? I didn't know a lot of the characters' names. I just kept going by like – Well, I think with Game of Thrones too, we've also been watching it for five, what, six, six seasons. Yeah. This, we're literally – we've only seen five, five episodes. episodes. And there's a lot that happens with yeah. this. I mean – um, I will say this: they do have a great job of like when the show ends, you're like "fuck," I want more kind of yeah, thing. So they're, they do they're very job. do have. That's why I always say like I kind of compare it with Lost because Lost had a tendency yeah, of doing that shit. Um, but yeah, so the the one the woodcutter who kind of went kind of psycho, fell into a hole. They found out there was like this tracking device in his arm, and that yeah. he's sitting. So the two characters who are now in the thing, the one guy, his partner. Uh, I don't know their names because they're just real. They're uh, real like vacationers or whatnot. But apparently, they have might be buying out this company at some point because the one guy, uh, the one guy obviously married his either his, his sister, like sister, yeah, or something like that. So, which is so weird to see that guy in this role. Yeah, cause because always sunny. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was the weird creep. One of the weird creepy brothers in Always yeah. Sunny and stuff like that. So. Um, it's very, it's very. They might be buying the company. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he said something about like they're trying to figure out information. Well, the guy said something like we're kind of like uh, they're like a stock, they're shareholders. See, you know what? I heard somewhere that the man in black is actually the guy from Always Sunny, just in kind of where you said different timelines, because man in black's dressed in all black, and now he's in the game and he he wears a white hat rather than a black hat. Oh, and I heard that, and I was like, okay, yeah, maybe. Uh, I didn't buy into it, just because. I mean, all right, so the dude's got a black hat, he's got a white hat. Like, uh, I don't know, but that wasn't. I, I, I heard that, that. I heard that somewhere. Because my my assumption with the timeline was the fact that the one guy that he had the man in black had on his team, the Hispanic man. Uh, he basically had to cut him, you know, and drain his blood and everything like that. And then, right. so, you know, he shows up in this, like, kind of like, basically, like, almost like the worst town, pretty much, in uh, Westworld. Uh-huh. And he's, like, this huge, like, you know, like, he's almost like a mob boss in this in this town. And he's he's alive. And you're he like, basically, I, I think he basically created the town, in a way. Yeah, I mean... and, and you're sitting there going, like, okay, well, we just saw him get killed. So is this another android with the same body, or is this all different timelines where it's leading up to where he got hung where right. the man in black first found him. So that is interesting if they were to pull that where this is all kind of like they're showing you like the future right now with the man in black, what he's doing, and then this is his past to get him on that road. Well, the thing about it too is the the character that we're referencing that got hung, he's also a host. Yes. So they can take him out of the game and put him back. They can take him out and put him back in within any time period. Yes. So, 
we haven't seen what happens. It might be that where they take him out and they throw him in. And here we are now where he's the quote unquote crime boss of this town that we're in now. Um, We'll just have to see come Sunday. Yeah, so I'm curious. So how many episodes... I don't know how many episodes are going to be in the season. Because I know Game of Thrones is like, what, 12? 10. 10? Okay. They do 10. So I don't so know if this is going to be... It might be 10. So if this is 10. So already they're already at the halfway point. Yeah. Um, I do like how the show jumps around and shows you different characters. Because um, it was like, I think episode 3 didn't even show anything with the man in black. And then he's back. So there's a lot of cool stuff going on. So if you're not watching Westworld, I apologize if we're spoiling stuff for you. Uh, Fuck it. Watch but, it. Uh, but yeah, watch it. It's freaking great. Um, it's I was some... watching, uh, I was watching the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon and Evan Rachel Wood was on it. Hence why I turned on that episode. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she, it was really cool because you can tell she's very passionate about this, this series, the show and this product. And, um, I really appreciated that. She was talking about when they're on set filming scenes, they'll have bot thoughts. So they'll be doing a scene and and she'll start thinking in the character of Dolores and wait, should I be squinting because we're in the sun or should I be doing a certain thing because I'm playing an android, I'm not playing a human. Uh So they'll like stop and she'll raise her hand and she's like, I've got a bot thought. So... Should I be doing this? And like, she'll interact with the director oh, about that. That's really cool. I thought I thought that was awesome, and you know, they're really getting in and immersing themselves in these characters. I also discovered that she plays in a band. What? Yeah, she plays in an electric like pop band, and um, Shit. I, I gotta pull. It's they're called Rebel, uh, Rebel and a Basket Case. Okay. And. Uh, yeah, it's like her and this, her and this like one other dude. So she was talking about this last night. So oh, this is really kind of catchy. Oh yeah, that's what they say. kind of fun yeah it's kind of fun but uh um, we could probably close out the show with that sure um, oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah uh, if you haven't checked out westworld guaranteed uh, check it out i think it's really good i think my parents will really enjoy it uh of course they won't check out anything until it comes to the library i'm actually kind of curious because i won't see them um i won't see them actually until monday uh, my sister's birthday's on monday so going over there for some pizza and whatnot but i'm curious because they just got uh civil war okay so I'm curious what their takes are on that. And then um, I know this isn't really anything, but how do you feel? Okay, so Deadpool. Uh, you saw the movie. Uh, the guy who wrote the pretty much all the music for it and stuff like that, he is no longer attached to the sequel, just like the director left. Oh, okay. Uh, how Ooh, do you – yeah, yeah. So Tim Miller, um, <clears throat> apparently him and Ryan Reynolds had uh, creative differences. Now, the story finally came out because a lot of people are like, well, what's going on with this? Is it the Everyone thought it was the director, but it looks like the director kind of wanted to do like one of the big budget kind of superhero movies. Okay. 
And Ryan Reynolds still wants to kind of keep it like a low budget kind of, you know, film and stuff like that because he felt like that's where the humor came from. Respect. The idea I kind of had was like, why don't you do both? Where you could literally have done, now they did this in the video game. This is why I bring it up. And it's Deadpool and he breaks the fourth wall. So I think, wouldn't it be great if Deadpool pretty much, pretty much spent the entire budget of the movie within the first like 10 minutes of the movie? Where it's like huge explosions, all this crazy shit and stuff like that. And then it's all like, well, the movie you would have gotten would have been expensive and great and action-packed, but I blew the money within the first 10 minutes, so now you're getting it, and then you can start the movie kind of like thing. So you kind of can play off of both of that stuff where Deadpool kind of like can ruin shit, but I, I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of curious where this movie is going to go now. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. Like, the first one was so good, and having Tim Miller on there, and uh, now you're not. I can appreciate that Ryan Reynolds is very passionate about it. I like that, that he's very passionate about it. Um. But at the same time, I don't want the sequel to be hindered because the first one was so good. I know that movies and movie sequels tend to be not as good as the first ones. Um, but I don't know, man. That's a bummer. Yeah, I, I mean, we probably won't be seeing Deadpool 2. I would say the earliest is probably probably maybe sometime in 2018. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. I, I'm pretty sure Kyle. And Man, I will it's almost like they need to do like rather than name it like Deadpool two, just do like Deadpool versus whatever, or like change it up to where all right, Deadpool is Deadpool. We have that glorious movie. Well, what they now, need. To, well, what really, they need to do because they're introducing Cable into this movie, and Cable has not been touched in any kind of movie. So yeah, Deadpool, yeah. you know, versus Cable would be a great sequel. Uh, Deadpool, you know, meets Cable or the Deadpool and Cable Adventure Time or yeah, whatever, like a whatever. ridiculous movie. Like we already know the Deadpool character. We have to introduce this new character. And if you keep like, I think you should definitely keep Negasonic and Colossus because already we know those characters now and you can build upon that. So, I mean, I don't, I'm not really sure what the sequel is going to be of. Uh, I'm just hoping for another, you know, just kind of fun movie. And I can see where Ryan Reynolds is coming from with the low budget kind of helped the movie where they were able to do stuff right. like, Oh, you forgot right. your ammo bag. And he's like, fuck. And, and like, Oh, I don't see, there's only two of you in this huge house. You know, it's like the studio couldn't, you know, yeah, it's like, you're playing, money. yeah, you're, you're playing against like, you're pretty much, you know, your demeanor, which we're kind of Fox. So I, of, I will again, going on Ryan Reynolds and appreciate him in the role. Um, I do have somewhat, um, confidence in him to hold true to the character because he is so passionate about the character yes um he has been playing deadpool now for however many years well he's only playing him twice but but it's been over how many years it's uh whatever origins came out with okay wait i can this is this is how bad how i do movies i was with an ex-fiance when wolverine origins came out so that had to be circa 2000 had to be seven or eight. Okay. So. So almost a decade. Almost a decade. That's a long time being tied to this character and being passionate about it. I, yeah. d I don't think he's going to want to release something that is not of quality. Mm -mm. No. And I'm, I'm happy to say that because there's some other Marvel franchises where we can't necessarily say that. And uh, they've. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, bless so, me. I'm so sorry. So um, I'm. I'm okay. 
No, I'm fine we'll with that too. I, I just, I always just hated when you have something that came together so well and then people start dropping off of it. Now again, yes, I do. It could be things are dropping off and it's really not that big of a deal, but internet being the internet yeah. tries to make it a big deal. Yes. Uh, you know, that'd be like, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, oh fuck. The guy who did gardens of the galaxy. Um, I want to say Tim Gunn, but I don't think that's it. It's something. No, Gunn. I think I think I think Tim Gunn's the uh, the fashion designer. Thank dude. you, Tim Gunn. No, no, he is doing Gardens of the Galaxy. He's like, make it work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, James Gunn, I think James it's James Gunn. Gunn. James correct. Gunn. Yes, there we go. Uh, I knew I'd find it. Um, like you know, his next movie is going to be coming out, and it's going to be sad to know that, like, because it's if you look at Brian Singer, it's like he did X Men One, yeah. did X Men Two, yep. left, and then. Came back for, you know, Days of Future Past and so on and so forth. But I would really hate James Gunn to be like, I'm doing one, two, and I'm going to leave on three. Now, I don't think so with him because he seems very passionate and happy about this project. But you never know. Money talks, dude. It really does. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so, uh, I mean, I'll touch upon it a little bit more with uh, Longbox Cast and everything like that. Um, Doctor Strange, hopefully I'll see. Apparently gotten really good reviews. Uh, And I thought it would. We've been talking about for for months how you felt that the Marvel casual Marvel fan let's let's put it in that aspect yeah. uh, would not necessarily be on board with this movie just because of the type of movie it is and yes. with the magic aspect. Um, well, me. I was already on board with it. I was like, uh, this is going to be kind of cool. This is going to be interesting. Uh, and then I was thinking, this is how my brain works from like, oh, this would be kind of cool to see him now trying to train like, you know, Scarlet Witch. Be like, hey, no, you don't yeah. have this weird power. Right, right. It's actual magic. Let me teach you all this kind of stuff. But I, I know like like people like my parents that don't know anything about the comic books, just kind of watch the movies. They enjoy the movies. But this might be one of those movies that takes them out of what everything that's going on. I mean, literally the last movie we saw at Marvel was Civil War. Civil War, yeah. So we already know there's a huge fucking divide. Now, technically, Doctor Strange is probably supposed to take place before everything the, that happened in Civil War right. because they mentioned it. Well, we in, haven't seen it. Now, they probably – Lay it down in the time. They might to lay let it us down. Know. That's what I'm, I'm wondering, unless it's happening after Civil War. But they already mentioned Stephen Strange in Captain America: Winter Soldier, yes, being a threat. So my assumption is, this is the stuff that happens, and then Civil War is somewhere in between that and whatnot. Now, granted, yes, he has been. Uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be, you know, Stephen Strange. This is another thing that I'm excited about. There's already two Stevens, uh, you know. In Marvel movies, Steve Rogers, Steve Rogers, and Steve Strange. Uh, Steve Strange. So I'm like, I'm excited for this, my name finally once in my life. Um, but yeah, so uh, Kyle, my co-host from Long Broadcast, he was actually weary about the movie. Like I was on board. I'm like, I can't wait for this. This looks fun. This looks interesting. He was like, I don't know how I feel about this. He saw it, said he liked it. So I'm like, okay. He's yeah. like, there's a post-credit scene and then the after-credit scene, of course, with okay. Marvel movies. So I'm like, yep. okay. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has given a 90 last time I checked, so I'm like, okay, it's on par with like Ant-Man, and this is the funny part. Ant-Man and and Doctor Strange were two characters that I, were, I wasn't really big on, and then after seeing the trailers, I was kind of like, okay, so Rotten Tomatoes seems to be on par with me with movies that are like, I'm excited for, so we'll see what happens. So, um, I'm... I have always been on board with it, just because I feel like it's going to be a... It's going to be kind of like Inception. Uh, it's going to fuck with my mind. I'm going to see visuals where I'm like, yes, this is badass. Um, there's going to be magic. And um, 
fuck, I can never remember her name. The actress, she looks like a fucking alien to me. That's what oh, she looks yeah, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. She played uh, Gabriel in uh, Constantine. Yep. Uh, she's been in... Uh, She's been in a lot of fucking films. I know exactly who you're talking about. She's rad. She is rad. I think she's uh I think she's awesome. I think the coolest part though, okay, like if you think about also Nebula. Um, Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Tilda Swinton, um She is unique as fuck. But those are uh, Nebula, um, played by oh shit. Why can't I Karen Gillian. Uh, yeah, Nebula? Yeah. Yeah. Two actresses that went ahead and be like, these characters are bald, boom, I'm shaving my head. Like, that's dedication, I think, to the fucking thing. Because even What's-His-Face did it, too, for Iron Man, the first one. Um, fuck, 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 fuck. I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. I can see him. He's the dude. Jeff Bridges. They actually were not going to ask him to shave his head for that role, but he ended up doing it anyways. Because he's like, look, people read the comics. They know what the character looks like. I'm just going to be what the character looks like and yeah. stuff like that. Um, so I, I find that dedication to get into that character and stuff like that. Now, the thing I'm hoping for for Infinity Ward, I've been saying this forever, so if it does happen in a Marvel film, I'll be super excited. You have Tony Stark, you have uh, Stephen Strange, and they'll be like, something along the lines, Thanos is coming, and then somebody who's the comic relief, you could have anybody do it. Uh, Chris Pratt, um... Oh shit, Ant Man. Um, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, thank you. To literally look at them both and go, no shit, Sherlock. Because nice. they both play Sherlock. That'd be fun. That'd be great. I would throw Deadpool to be the one to do it, but uh, Marvel would probably not be able to throw Deadpool into their movie. Yeah, probably not. I mean, they've, they've I'm sure they've already got their parameters all set for all that stuff, but yeah. you never know what could happen. But, but yeah, so uh, hopefully I'll see this this weekend um, as soon as possible because it should be interesting. Uh, but you know another movie that's also having problems too that keep dropping um, because this leads me into the story uh, the next uh, segment but The Flash keeps losing directors oh really for their movie which I'm very kind of sad about because I really want the Flash movie to do well because I love the show yeah and the guy who's playing the Flash in the movie I really like his uh, his take on it yeah and the fact that we can get the Flashpoint Paradox and finally get the guy who's playing Negan to be, because uh, he played uh, Thomas Wayne in Batman v Superman to become the alternate Batman of killing a bunch of fucking people. Because after seeing him do Negan, I was like, I would love for him to be that Batman. Yeah. He would fucking pull that off in uh, Flashpoint Paradox. Though I won't get my dream because I really want Brian Cranston to play Reverse Flash because I think he's the only one who could fucking deliver. I mean, don't get me wrong. The guy who plays uh, Thawne in the fucking show is fucking brilliant uh, of Flash. But uh, I think Brian Cranston could really bring a really great character. Uh, yeah. I just want to hear Brian Cranston say the line like, "Who's the villain now, Barry?" Uh, with the Flashpoint Paradox, which I know you haven't seen. It is on Netflix. I highly recommend watching the animated uh, version of Flashpoint Paradox. Oh, the animated one. Oh, the animated. Well, it's based off of the graphic novel, and I'm really gotcha. kind of hoping when they do the Flash movie, that's one of the movies that they will do. Is Flashpoint Paradox would be phenomenal. Uh, but bringing it into DC movie news. You saw the new trailer for Wonder Woman. I did. What do you think? Um, it looks good. I I have not yet seen Batman v Superman, uh, so I haven't gotten my first introduction for the character of Wonder Woman, Diana. Um, but from what I saw, I'm intrigued. Uh, the visuals are very, very pretty, oh God, vibrant yes. colors. Um, my my gripe that I have is when I look at Chris Pine's character, I still see Captain Kirk. <laughs> And I've got to retrain myself not to do that. Um, 
Now, is that going to throw you off in the next Star Trek movie when Chris uh, um, Hemsworth comes back to play his dad? Oh, is he coming back for the next oh, one? Oh, yeah. I, I have no idea what the storyline's going to be, but uh, it looks like he's going to be back in it. Now, is that going to throw you off? You know, it, Thor? here's the thing. So, there's how many actors out there in the world? <laughs> A lot. And yet, they, they, they use... And granted, they're, they're unbelievable actors, and they deserve everything that they have. Um, but when you have franchises that are, I don't want to say similar, mm-hmm. um, you just got to be careful. Because, all right, so you've got Chris Pine playing Kirk. Yes. you got Chris Pine playing this soldier basically yeah that's trying to end wars because why not end all wars mm-hmm. um well i believe this is supposed to be world war one okay. is where this takes place so okay. that's why when he says i need it we need to end world the war to end all war i mean granted back in high school when someone asked me they're like world war one technically was supposed to be the war to end all wars and then my teacher was like why would we have world war two and i being an ass that I am, which you know for so many years, so I go, well, the first one was so good, they had to make a sequel. <laughs> nice. Um, but, yeah, like, his concept is, this is the first world war. Right. So, okay, then we got Chris Hemsworth. We have, uh, he plays Thor, and he plays Kirk's dad. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, the genres are similar. Yes. And they're prominent, because you love these movies, I love these movies, we see them. Maybe to the average person, they don't. They don't associate them with those roles. But in my mind, I'm like, yeah, what the motherfucker, you better get back to this, the fucking Enterprise. Well, I have a feeling uh, Chris Pine's character in um, Wonder, Woman. Wonder Woman is probably going to be a one-shot deal because I have a feeling this is her origin story talking about how she gets to our world everything that. Of course, she lives, you know, she's a, pretty much a goddess. Yes. She can live for long periods of time. So, of course, he probably dies out at some point and everything that. Um, the only thing that I thought was funny when he was casted to the DC universe, I literally thought he was going to play Hal Jordan, the new Green Lantern, like he would pin him. And I thought he would have been actually a pretty good pick for that. You thought so? Yeah, I think so. Though the fact that I do rather see a, I'd rather see a Jon Stewart, uh, Green Lantern. Ooh, wow. Uh, because if you think about it, like I knew Hal Jordan. Do you back think in, he would do it? What, uh, Jon like Stewart? A, no, 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 not... <laughs> No, no, no. There's the Green Lantern, the, the oh the black... John Stewart as the Green Lantern in that universe. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the the Holy black shit. I thought you fucking <laughs> no, meant John no. Stewart was gonna be Green Lantern. I was like, what? this just in. Batman just killed a bunch of people. And uh, but I would love to see because John Stewart would when Justice League cartoon show came out. That was the Green Lantern that I kind of grew up with. Uh, so I would love to see that. I would. I really like to see that kind of one. I don't know who could play him. Um, I know a lot of people have said like, you know, Denzel Washington, yada, yada, yada. But I'm like, I think you just need a good, um, I don't know, now that I think about it, the guy who plays probably, uh, Martian Manhunter on Supergirl would probably make a great movie, Green Lantern, but I right. really do like him as Martian Manhunter. Uh, but yeah, getting back to that weird, like universe and stuff like that when they first casted him as that role. So I think he's only going to be in this movie, maybe flashbacks, kind of like almost like the conduit to, uh, fuck, what's her name? And, uh. Captain America, uh, Steve Rogers uh, kind of girl. Um, <laughs> yeah, good luck with me there, dude. Uh, Agents, okay, hold on. Agents of Shield, Agent uh, Carter. Oh, Agent Carter. Agent Carter had her own spinoff. 
Yeah, she had her own spinner for two seasons, which is weird because I think that that worked a lot I better. You the, blonde, the blonde girl that he made out with. No, uh, no, that's like, oh. In Civil War. Oh, no. She has a backstory, though, too. She's actually the niece of Agent Carter. Yeah, keep it in the family, yeah, Rogers. He's, he's keeping it in the family. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, the, the universe is going to expand. I mean, of course, next year we're going to be getting, you know, uh, the Wonder Woman movie. I believe the uh, Justice League movie is coming out next year. Um, I'd be also... intrigued. We haven't seen shit about. Ah, uh, no, we had we had the we had the teaser. we had the teaser trailer, which looks fucking good. Yeah, it looked great. Uh, I can't wait for that. We also have you know, like we said, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be yeah. coming out uh, next year. I'm trying to remember, that's it. Spider Man Homecoming is going to be coming out next year. True, so, true. You know, so uh, yeah, but I know what you mean though. There's a lot of actors who are like they keep picking and choosing to be put in these things. Now I don't know if they're picking them because they're really like granted they're a lot better actors than me because they're making a career out of it. But I don't know if they're just picking these people just because, like, well, they're Star, they're Star Trek nerds, so let's just bring them into this, you know. Well, I, I, I think they probably have an envision of who they want to do it, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure probably a lot of these roles have been recorded and filmed and sitting for a while. I That's mean, true. people do that shit for. People have movies out there that have been sitting on the shelf for like five plus years. You know, it's it's well, ridiculous. Well, it's true because if you heard about the remake of Red Dawn uh, uh, yeah. with Chris Hemsworth yeah. and like that, they did not release that. That movie actually was filmed like a couple of years ago and they didn't release it until Thor came out. And Thor did so well and Chris Hemsworth probably became a household name right. that they were like, we're going to release this movie Let's now. So it. there's a lot of movies that just sit on shelves. Why I know all this kind of stupid crap, I have no idea. I mean, I did take like a filmmaking school uh, for like maybe half a semester or something like that. But how I know all this insight about how movies and how things work and shit like that is ridiculous. I have way too much free time. I should, probably should have put it towards something like better use. But yeah, there are a lot of movies. Like if you notice, if you watch like a summer coming out and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this person has a lot of movies coming out this year. They probably go like, this movie's going to hit. These movies might not hit, but let's release them at this time. Because like if finding, like if you think of any Pixar film, someone's a voice in there. And then all of a sudden like, oh, like I think that was actually, yeah, Albert Brooks. There was a year, I think, when Finding Nemo came out, they released uh, like a movie called, I think it was like The In-Laws or something like that. It was like him, like uh, he finds out that his his father-in-law or the whatever was like a secret agent or something like that. But it was like they probably thought that movie wasn't going to do well, but they yeah. knew he was in this movie. Same thing happened with the Simpsons movie. Like I think he had a couple movies that come out because he was the voice of like the bad guy in the Simpsons movie, which I think is hilarious because not too many people know that right. about uh, Albert Brooks, who was the voice of Marlon. Uh, but yeah, I think they do that sometimes where they just shelf some movies going like, this isn't going to play, didn't do good with like test screenings. And they're like, oh, this movie's going to hit. Let's release this movie as well. Like a couple of months later, because people were like, oh, I saw him in this movie. He's really good. Let's see this movie, you know, kind of. Well, to- it is true because, uh, earlier this year went to a screening for a movie that has yet to be released. I don't know if it ever will get released. Was that the one we saw? Yeah. 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 True. Yeah. Remember? Um, and haven't heard anything from it since. Like, that's true, which is funny because I think, is it Owen? Yeah, Owen Wilson's in another movie that just came out just recently. The uh, it was with uh, Zach Galifianakis. Oh, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. 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 Amy. Oh, who is it? No, there's a couple of people from Saturday Night Live is in it and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the movie that we saw. Uh, that's true. So yeah. maybe that comes out in 2017. I don't know. Yeah, but... they might be waiting like to be like, oh, you know, so-and-so is going to do it. But yeah, that's true. I mean, they did do a test screen of that. They did. I mean, we didn't get fucking pulled for that stupid thing. I'm so pissed. About no, that. it's, that's fine. But 
No, no, fuck that. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm just going to lay it out on the line. Guy comes up to us, goes, how did you enjoy the movie? Well, we really liked it. And he's like, okay. Moved on to these two women next to us. They're like, how did you like it? We thought it was amazing. Would you like to do a I'm like, fuck you! Just because we said it was really good and not amazing. Go fuck yourselves. You probably just wanted to bang them. Help the movie to shit. You could have banged us. It was the only time. Yeah, it was. They, hey, first of all, I would have put out. Second of all, it was the only time I ever seen Matthew got mad. Yeah. Because he got was, mad at that guy with the popcorn. That's fucking bullshit. Fuck it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, a lot Probably of movies a coming out next. Idea. He didn't have a fucking <laughs> bogus ass motherfucking idea. I did get mad. Oh, Matthew was pissed. Uh, but I do want to thank Eric because he let us uh, go to that. that yeah, was really you did. Cool. But yeah, yeah I, I really want the movie to come out because I do want to talk about it. Because yeah, I, it's so weird because I was just thinking about that the other day. I'm like, when is that movie coming out? Because it wasn't bad. And I did like the twist at the end. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't um, bad. I, I mean, Grant, I think we just, I think we saw it when it probably had. It was a, definitely a rough, I wouldn't say a rough cuff. I'd say it's probably one or two edits in. Yeah, it's it's a couple of edits in. I would agree with you on that one. So they're trying to see, like, all right, what do we need to do but to they, they, do this? I think they had a really good casting. Yeah. Everyone played really well to it. I thought it was really – it was kind of – and it was, it was different because, like, how the twist happens. Again, we'll talk about this movie if it ever comes out. The twist ending at the end, I really did not see coming, and that surprised me. I th- – <sighs> I don't want to talk too much about it, but no. I think it. I think we're waiting for another Ed Helms resurgence. Do you think so? That's what I think. Because Ed Helms had his. He was riding, did vacation, and then mm. haven't heard him. Hadn't seen or seen him like heard of him since. That's true. Yeah, because so, he was riding high off of. Uh, although this could be his resurgence in this movie, but it could be. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but that happens to a lot of it. I mean, like we said, like Owen Wilson is, is. Yeah, but Owen Wilson is Owen Wilson, though. Like, let's be honest about Owen Wilson. The, the, I feel like he is at a caliber to where he can play Owen Wilson. Like, we have seen him in movie after movie after movie. He did that one that just came out not too long ago where it was like that fucking action. Like bad things or some of that, or very no. Bad. This one was like it was set in like the Middle East, and he was like a dude on the run, and he had a fucking family per- oh, to protect. Shit, that's right. Yeah. And like, and that was so out of the norm for him. Yeah, that's right. I yeah. No, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. I know what you're talking. about. I really that. enjoy doing that movie. That's right. I mean, yeah, I'm here in the studio right now. With I had my my life. wife and my kids, yeah, and my we wife ran. And my kids and we were we're literally in. I ran. Oh, um, we had explosions. Had it was our, amazing. It was crazy. It was weird. It's like it's like you ever been on Machu Picchu, you know? I was just falling. I didn't realize. I just smoked a lot of opium that day. I just woke up. So, I was yeah, like, was weird, I was know? like, man, like. So, so yeah, Matthew, yeah, exactly what you're talking about. And then I finally decided I was going to go back to comedy, uh, and did the movie with Zach Gilligan-Nakanak. You know, that's what I call him, Zach gilligan No, his name is Gilligan-Nakanak. That's his name, but I get to call him whatever I want because I'm always fucking. No, I gotta learn his name. His no, name is Zach Gilligan-Nakanak. No, it's, it's Zach Gilligan-Nakanak, but I call him Zach. No, but the Ganakis is the, it, the Ganakis doesn't work because it's Zach Gilligan-Nakanak. I can't. I can't read. We're just gonna be honest. With but you. I can read, and you, I'm you. You're you're an internal monologue of me. It's, it's but my, you're 
Your interpretation of the internal monologue sounds a little bit different because mine is not exactly on par with yours. Look, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm just waiting for Vince Vaughn to hit me up. We're going to do... You know yeah, what? but Vince Vaughn... No, no, no. But, no, but Vince, like... No, Vince Vaughn and I are going to... We're going to do... Um, spoiler alert, you're hearing it here first. We're trying to do Wedding Crashers too. Yeah, but Vince Vaughn... Fuck, I'm losing it. Yeah, you lost it like a while ago. <laughs> fuck off. It's nuts. Yeah, but Vince Vaughn did. I lost it. I did fucking lose okay. it. I did with so. Okay. I was doing Matthew, so good. Matthew, Matthew, no, Matthew, I don't okay. even. Oh, Wilson, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. I can't. I lost it. I, I don't want you even to be around. I can't leave because Nicolas Cage keeps eating all the moon pies. Thanks so much for listening tonight. <laughs> um, no way in hell. No, Nicholas I'm gonna Cage. let Nick back Nick, on the no, show because he's already here once tonight. Nick is not coming back on. Hey, to be fair though, I did not segue into the into the. As Nicholas soon Cage. as he said Nick Nicholas. Cage, I was like, "Fuck!" Because you and then you were just like, "Yeah, fucking moon pies." <laughs> like motherfucker, that's all it takes is somebody to say Nick, and it's like, "Oh yeah, I'm here." No, fuck off. Nick Cage. Stupid. Can't stand it, dude. I can't stand it. You know I'm right. Steve, you know I'm fucking right. I know you're right, but I just... As soon as you hear the fucking name Nick, you're like, say it, bitch. Say it. Kearge. Kearge. Fuck. Whatever. Yeah, so anyways, Matthew, Fuck thank you off. for inviting me back into the studio. I'm glad to be back here. It's great, you know. I have a new movie coming out pretty soon. It's called uh, Matthew Renfro. I'm going to be playing you. You're going to be playing me, Nick? Yeah. Better do a great job. Oh, I'm going to... Here, here. let me let me give you a taste. Yeah. Fucking Nick Cage is in the studio! Fuck that guy! How was no. that? It's awful because... <laughs> I don't know where we got this precedence that I sound like that. No, seeing because I'm, uh, I talk like this in every movie. I know, but Matthew Renfro doesn't sound like Tracy Morgan saying "What the fuck." No, no, Tracy Matthew Mo- Renfro has never no. said "What the fuck." No, because Tracy Morgan's going to be playing Steve in, in, in your movie, and and he's coming. Oh, hi, Matthew! I'm going to be in here. I'm, I'm Steve-O. I'm done, dude. Are you done? I am done. We need to end the show. I'm done. You dude. are bitch. <laughs> I am done. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> I don't know what impressions I can do on the show that you don't get angry about. No, the, the great thing about it, dude, is like we've been doing this for so long. It's like <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> But I don't hate it because we've just done that for so long. Do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> like Nick Cage, get out of here. I, oh, did, yeah, I, yeah. I think I did that the second or third time I was ever on the show. Oh, probably, yeah. Tracy Morgan. Oh, yeah, I'm Tracy Morgan. But um... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's just part of the get up. Well, I'm, to be I'm fair, unveiling the... the curtain. No, but to be fair, though, I don't do that many impersonations on the show. It's very when I finally bust them out, it comes out in full force. But there's been a couple of episodes where I don't, I don't release the beast. <laughs> I conceal the beast. I conceal the beast. But we're gonna, we're gonna end on a, we're gonna end on a good note because I think there's an impersonation that you do like. What? Come on, Matthew, it's me, 
Christopher Walken's. It's What's great. up, Walken? It's I've been. Uh, you know what? I just did a a walk in on the show. Yeah, it's a pun. I conceal the beast. Oh, there's a beast. Have you seen Matthew naked? It's crazy. It's weird. I know. Anyways, it is crazy. It is weird. I, I'm. It's weird. It's crazy. It's, but I'm a good guy. No, no. I love. I love Matthew. I love coming over to Hell in a Cell, watching the wrestlers do the thing. I was flabbergasted. Who won? Swear. Anyways, we're gonna wrap up this episode of Socially <laughs> yeah, Awkward. Let's close up shop. Yeah, we're closing. We're closing up shop. But uh, you know, you can find us on the Twitter and the Instagram and all the great stuff. Steve left. He's got us. He had to go drive somewhere. He had to go take a diarrhea. He took a shit. He's, he took diarrhea. He's got diarrhea of the mouth. He's got he's got stomach problems. Oh no, his his anus is bleeding. It's crazy. It's weird. Anyways, you he, can find us on all those great pistachios. medias. I like to thank our guests for coming. Oh, the pistachios. They're crazy. They're weird. <laughs> Uh, anyways, I gotta find the closing outs and the whatnots. No, but yeah, shout out to Justin and Josh for coming on the show. That yes, was a good time, man. That was that was fun. Um, uh, uh, Josh always welcome back. I don't want his friend to always have to fly in to be on the show, but if he's in town, he's more than welcome. No, fuck that. If he wants to be on the show, he needs to fly in from <laughs> fucking Southern South Carolina. South Carolina. Uh, but yeah, so go Sunny, ahead. Sunnyvale, Summervale, Sunnyvale. Uh, hope you guys have a good uh, weekend and uh, deuces. We'll be We'll be signing out. Fart noise. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fart noise. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Strength.